And this is Casual Friday. And, yeah. And that's Ryan Lindley. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't know you were doing this. Well, I thought well, I had a minute. I was is making it really Casual Friday if I sit there and pontificate about the casualness of the show? Like, like what am well, I doing? Well, kind of. You know? Kind of. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm late anyways. You know, I was... Uh, uh, I was watching the show that I did. It, it's weird. It's still weird for me not doing a live show. That's why I like Casual Fridays um, because it's, we're just going to keep it live because if glitches happen, it just kind of fits yeah. in the theme, right? Like, yeah, for sure. We can hide behind it. Um, I'm realizing, Ryan, that um, I really need to get a mic and camera. Yeah. Um, Ashley and I were actually having this conversation um, as your show with uh, Paul Riss. All the time. Yeah. Well, no, no, even it, it was more prominent with the uh, the the wrist interview because it opened fucking terribly but it was a great fucking interview and it was like fuck <laughs> i got so <laughs> i got mad for you yeah i mean so it's got to be the mic so i i'm getting literally I, uh, uh scott mcgregor sent me um like a, a spec list and i was just like i'm getting i'm getting top of the line camera and like, that's all i'm doing that's I don't all know right. what it is like that's uh, I, I feel like i don't want to cut i don't want to save money yeah, and, and get something that's like not quite as good. I just want to get something that's really good. Yeah, and uh, huh. sorry, yeah. a bit of a fucking. Whew. Anyway, have, uh, yeah, I have no indigestion right now. That kind of indigestion where there's like an air pocket in my chest. <laughs> we sound I'm, like, like constantly swallowing it down <laughs> because I'm on like 50 milligrams of edibles, and I'm just like. <laughs> You sound to... like old Jewish men at a deli. I got this I, cough, and I he's got the indigestion. The, the deal just didn't look right. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, um, yeah no, it was. Uh, I, I love the interview. I listened to the the entire thing. It was it was really good, and it was one of those. I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, how is it that we have not shipped you the best equipment because you are like the highest rated podcast on the network. We need to fix I, I, this immediately. Probably because I would never actually like make that case. <laughs> I would. Dean, I'll do I'm it the, for no. I'll do I'm it for you. Greatest podcast in the history of the world. I'll do it for you because your numbers are fucking insane, and it's like you know what? Uh, we're, we're I know we. I don't want to talk out of school, but I'm going to because I'm half drunk and I don't care. Um, we're in talks with a, a couple of sponsory Wait. people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be very yeah. vague. I'm yeah. going to make it obviously. look like you're almost probably lying. <laughs> Okay, um, people that make um, certain really certain you, equipment, certain <laughs> yeah. equipment that we use um, on these podcasts, and um, I think you would be the best test pilot for uh, for those 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 certain things. Because I wonder if I would lose any hardcore audiences, audience members that are like, I like the ghetto analog I, style. They're like, like they're like hipsters. They're like podcast hipsters. I like yeah. it watching it as though it was 1996. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. 
You're like you're like uh, that guy in Pump Up the Volume, man. That you're like Christian Slater, man. You know, but of the internet. If anybody ever um, like likened me to Christian Slater, you know what I would do? I'd probably I would take I would take my microphone and my camera. And I'd walk out in front of a bus. Really, so. I would try to do a Jack Nicholson impersonation, and then I get on with it. You know, like. <laughs> Can I get a bowl of pickles? <laughs> I love Jack. I lo- have you ever favorite. caught any? You ever caught anyone recycling that Jack, Jack Nicholson line from? Um, uh, I forget what it was. A romantic comedy where as good like, as it gets. Yeah, the whole. I, saw I can. A guy, I can. Before we say it, I, I saw a guy go like this at a wedding once. He was just like, and then my boss asked me, "Hey, Stephen, how do you know women so well?" And I was like, "Listen, Frank." Take I just a man. think of a man and take away reason and accountability. Am that, I right? Am I? You, and I walked up to him like, uh, like, and I've had moments like this in life, like uh, uh, Will in uh, Goodwill Hunting. And yeah. I walked up, and I walked up, and I'm like, "Yeah, you got that from, uh, yeah." You, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, it's why, so I, true. Yeah, I, and I'm like, "You got that? I know where you got that from." And 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 and. Uh, why am I blanking right now? I've had so many moments like that. I think I have pre-onset dementia or whatever it's called. But um, as good as it gets. Early and, and onset. I was, yeah, I was like, you got that from as good as it gets. That's Jack Nicholson's character. Nicholson's character saying it to it like. It's the whoever. best scene in that movie. Yeah, it's the one that everyone knows about, which makes you so stupid to try to pass it off as your own at a <laughs> wedding, you dummy. Like, holy shit. Actually, there was a couple other really key, um, great, great moments in that film because he he played that character so well and he said uh and i can't repeat it because i know we always laugh about being canceled but i would we would literally get canceled if i repeated it and it was where he's introducing carol the waitress and simon the neighbor i'm you i'm changing the word neighbor okay. carol the waitress simon the and and he and he says he says the hard f for 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 gay people and and nobody, nobody calls it. Nobody bats an eye because they know he's like that. He's a he's a weirdo, right? So it's so it's such a good sh- like. If you haven't watched that movie, watch it. And if you haven't watched that movie in the last ten years, I urge you to watch it again. I'm not mad about that woman though. What's her face? I'm mad about you. I I, I don't really Helen enjoy Hunt. her. I don't enjoy her. I don't know what no. it is. You know, I just don't enjoy her. It's because her eyes are too far apart. Yeah, she always looks or like close she's together. Like, I can't remember. She, she always looks like she's like holding in a, a really hot toot, and she's got yeah. this look on her face like this, and she's like hoping the director says cut. You know, like uh, that's what it feels like. Um, I just don't. I don't know. She doesn't. She's there's no there's no like um, she doesn't ooze chemistry or anything like that. She just always is the same thing, right? Do like, you know who? Do you know who he reminds me of? Do you know who Jack Nicholson reminds me of in that movie? Satan, James DeFiore. <laughs> Great. I said Satan. Uh, I, I know, but he reminds me of you. If it was, if, if like, I could see you being him in 20 years from now, like where, where you've all fucks are gone. And I'm Clearly, just going to, I'm going to fuck Elizabeth shoe. Whatever well, her name is. Helen Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Hunt. Yeah. But the way you, t- the, 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 like, it's just, ah, fuck this. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful biopic of a man that's just given up on fucking trying to navigate um social norms and yeah. he's perfect he fucking does it he does it so well. i love that movie i, I would never I really use the hard f word though i would never use no that. i know i, I, I you don't know even, what i'm i don't even recite n-word rhymes when i'm by myself i really don't 
I, I actually have this like, maybe I should be authentic. Do you say even their name when there's no one around? Right? No, I say people or brother. So, when I when like I, when you're like 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 rhyming along with with somebody else, yeah. like somebody else's. Is that what you say? Yeah. I don't. I'm fucking terrible. Like in the car, I am the. I, like if if there was a microphone in there, I'd be fucking done. Like it's really it, it hard guess. with some songs that are like N word, N word, N word, N word, N word, N word. You heard me, but yeah. in the green room, it was funny. For 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 context, I had I had Biggie Smalls playing on like just through my my headphones, but it also goes through the board, so you can hear it in the feed, right? So James popped in. I was writing notes for the show, listening to Biggie, and I'm I'm mouthing the words as I'm going. And I, I don't, I don't stop. And I, I like. There needs to be a ruling. There needs to be a ruling on that. Like, what if we were at a karaoke bar and decided to be like, "Hey, let's be those white guys that go up and rap." There I needs think, to be a I ruling. Think there's, there's two things. One is that if you do it when you're the only one there, I guess it's okay because that's a tree falling in the woods scenario, right? I guess, yeah. And then, but the other part is, um, you might want to figure out why you want to. <laughs> No, you know what? And I swear to God, it's just because of the flow of the rhyme, and it sound it like it's 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 baked into the song. And when you try to change it, it's like so. Get yeah, this: yeah, but you're not covering the song. Like like it's okay. You it's okay if you, uh, if you change it. I guess you're right. But when I'm when I'm doing like, and this is it's funny. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the the Oz curtain a minute here. We um where I met Ashley was in a pub that used to do karaoke and so every Hot. once in a while we'd get drunk as fuck and be like i'm going to sing a song and i'd go and sing new orleans is sinking by the tragically hip Did i can you sing, sing it like them Were yeah you? i can hit new it I, I can do well i can do i can do a gore i can do gore downey um nice. yeah it's it it doesn't it doesn't it's just, it's good. You're good. At, you have quite a range, actually. I was surprised. <laughs> like, I think I've realized that like six months ago or seven months ago, I was just like, oh, wow. So, so I would sing it. And what used to piss me off when you'd hear other people sing that song was that part where he says, uh, where, where he says his own name, where he says Gordy. And people would change it to their name. And I'd get mad at oh, them. I'd be like, no, this crazy. is Gordy. Yeah, but this is what I mean. Why would you change the song? When the song was because written it's a the certain N-word. way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're, you're I right. I can't say it. Listen, listen how I, are you more woke than me on something? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I know exactly. <laughs> I know exactly how. Uh, first of all, the hip hop scene was one thing, but one time when I was like a, a teenager, maybe I was 16, 17, or something like that. I went to Nigel's yeah. house. I had Nigel on a couple weeks ago. He's the uh, yeah. MC for the Pocket Dwellers. Yep, and a, and a good friend of mine. And I uh, went over there, and he opened the door, and I was like, Nigel, my N word. And he looked at me, he's like, James, come on in here, please. <laughs> right? oh. And I went in, and he, and, he literally, and he sat me down, because he's a good friend, and he sat me down. And of he's course. Like, and that was the first time, that was like 1994, or 1993, maybe. And it was like the first time I had heard anyone discuss it, right? Like, like okay. that, that word. And he, was, and he explained to me, it was the first time I ever heard it, was this like, you know, the word for black people has a totally different context and meaning. It was a weapon thrown at us. And so now we try to take ownership of it. Yeah. But when a white guy says it, it will never come out anything but awful. 
It's true. And it is like, true. I, he, he goes, James, I know you're not a racist, so that's why I'm having this talk with you. If you were some guy on the street, I would never even like bother sitting there and talking. And it, and that's all it took. And 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 I was because it came right from the person who could tell me the exact you know uh, context of all this shit. And I kind of hate those people that I, go I like get it. Th- those those people that are like. Look, it's just like, you know, consonants and syllables just squished together that make no, sounds. No, it's not. You know? No, no it, it has. It has. It, it, that it word has. is a totally different beast. And, yeah. and you know what's cool about it is that society itself decided that they didn't want the word. And, the, and, and at the same time, giving, um, giving black communities carte blanche to, yeah. to do whatever they want with it because, you know. And I like that. I, I like I like the way that um what what is that called when you when you uh, when someone tries to do something to you and you take whatever it is that they tried to do and you throw it right back at them right like a like a like a boomerang kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I just think I, I'm wondering if and I'm wondering if there's some merit behind the argument and like I say I, I'm a white guy that likes rap. Okay, is there any merit behind the argument of the power? Because because it is it's it's a it's a a sharp edged word. Is there any argument in the fact that the power is removed when it's used in art, in that sort of a context? You know I what think I mean? especially in art, um, it, like there, there's there's very few outliers that are white that can get away with stuff. And that one of them was Louis C.K. Although I don't think I was going to say again. that's that's the yeah. only one that I can think of where he actually George Carlin because he said it once because he died like like he dissected it and he and Bill he, Barr and he said it. it and survived but didn't deliver anything special he just survived the, the yeah. fact that he said it um so yeah it's it's very rare um and and i don't think it could happen i don't know I, i'm pretty sure it couldn't happen again it would take some genius delivery in order for it to like a uh, white guy to be able to say that in a comedian's actually uh, I, you know i have a better um scenario where it would work and that is if we actually started like treating black people as equals then it would just mean nothing so we could start doing that so we could have the music back that'd be fantastic but i'm tired (laughs) i got heartburn (laughs) what about me okay um i I, let's let's welcome our first guest it's uh yeah i'm 52 um this the greatest part about having this guest on the show is um his hair his name. <laughs> Fuck David him. Wallace. Fuck him and his hair. God I damn know. you. I fucking, I feel so inadequate every time you're on the show, Dave. I love you. <laughs> like, I love everything about you. You look like every drug mule in a 1980s action movie. But I hate you for your hair. <laughs> God damn you. How you doing, Dave? Look at him. Um, look at him. Look at just sipping. Yeah. Can't complain. <laughs> Waiting for the shadows to run away from him. Waiting for my hair to dry that I washed at 9 a.m. Um, you know. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. It uh, does take a while. That uh, Wow, it gets cold. <laughs> David, you should, you. we should, let's, let's, you know what? Now that, now that I have you on, I've, I, I, my brain always goes back to the joke. I don't know why he just can't get work as a uh, cover of a romance novel model, right? And I, and I just keep thinking that. And now I'm like, for the fix, when we finally get it out there, and by the way, it, it we're all good to go. There's just a, a couple things that we have to iron out. It, it's, it's not a big deal. Been um, hearing about this show for fucking eight months. I know. We're just trying. <laughs> it's a strategy to try to get people all like worked up over. You know, no, it's, it's working. Not. No, it's not. No, it's, it's, no, not it's working. That's an accidental byproduct of, of us like having to deal with some shit. But um, I think you should put out a campaign of like skits that poke fun at politicians 
as in the character of a cover of a, a, a romance novel cover model and and like where you're where there's a cat where you're looking over here and then you look over here and the breeze kicks in and you're like pierre poilier and like you just say something about him and then and you do it for all the politics dude it would be great series it would be like you'd be rivaling brittle star you know you'd like all of a sudden mm -hmm. do it with, uh, do it for putin too i'll ride a bear a siberian tiger maybe or a bear from the gay village. Just just switch it up. You know? like, yeah, like just some dude named Randy that they yeah, call a bear. Six eight, three eighty. Yeah. You know, that yeah, would be cool. Harry. Yeah, that would be fun. When he takes his shirt off in the summer, it looks like he's wearing a sweater. Oh, he Great. would love you too, David. Your slight frame and your flowy mane. You know. Oh boy. Well, hey, you know, it's uh, somebody wants to buy a poster. I don't care who buys it. You like That's it? Right. There you go. Okay. Wallace, how are you? How have you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. How are you keeping? Uh, well, been dealing with a few health issues here and there, but uh, good to go lately. Last uh, few days felt pretty good and uh, been watching the news and uh, all kinds of, well, maybe I should have been a psychic because it seems like I sure can call it. <laughs> a little bit, eh? Wait, wait, I, your audio is killing me. What, what are you using? I, cl I, I, I pulled them down a bit just to get the clipping out. But you're 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 fine, Dave. Just keep okay. just keep just keep going. Yeah. I was just trying to get you to put your face closer to the camera, David. There you I go. Did the, he did the, Can we slow that down with him putting his own fingers through his hair? Yeah. That was hot. Yeah. We have oh, to boy. we have to find a way to take a like a maybe it's Maybelline kind of thing and like spoof it into some sort of political <laughs> fixer pun, you know, and like turn you into like it would be so funny. We would just do like a Fabio campaign. <laughs> It would be the greatest thing ever, honestly. You know, it's funny. I, I, I change my look to disappear and blend in, and just nobody notices me. And here's yeah, what you get. Yeah. You, you just change. You got like the third most recognizable haircut on the planet. You just like, change. All you have to do is change everything to French. So how do you say "rat fucker" in French? Oh boy, <laughs> that fucker. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe you say it. Rennie Levesque. Rennie Levesque. There it is. There you go. I was like, who's a French asshole? Careful. Careful. <laughs> Rennie Levesque. The world stage lost in comedy gold when Rennie passed on. That is true. Yeah, and tobacco stocks plummeted. Absolutely. They they absolutely tanked. Yeah, his, his blood type was 2% uh, Philip Morris. <laughs> <laughs> what did you see this week that, uh, that solidified your... Uh, um, uh, a Nostradamus uh, ability to uh, what's well, happening I, on our political I, I, spectrum, uh, Dave. I saw the uh, fumbled like a football uh, uh, response from the uh, uh, the brain trust or lack therefore of, uh, of Pierre Polivare rushing to paint the liberal government as a uh, Chinese stooge uh, yeah. from a, a report that was written by a uh, uh, an esteemed rag. Um, they discovered it. It's taken them, uh, what was it, 2016? Yeah. So it's, uh, they're right on the case. I mean, they neglected, of course, to mention a whole lot of details that came before uh, Mr. Harper uh, signing certain deals and uh, welcoming um, the Chinese Communist Party into this country, which is a yeah. fact. There is an historical record. But even their... Their attempts at deflection are, are, are failing. And from what I hear on the inside, uh, Pierre is about to get old tooled. 
it sounds like it. It really does. It, and it looks like it optically from the outside because you can watch the base that was behind him during the I'm giving out donuts at the convoy to uh, I'm now thinking he's uh, uh, way too way 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 too passive on Christine Anderson and that 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 fuck it, it's like a hard line. There's no nuance in their in their thought process in in a leader. They want somebody that is absolutely rabid, and yep. Pierre is not delivering on that. He's trying, but it's not working. I don't, is this what you guys think for real? Yeah. Absolutely. I think um I think the opposite. I I think um I think when Pierre's when the P, when when Pierre's office put out that statement that sounded like it could have came from Trudeau's office. Mm-hmm. I think that was the kind of like signal I'm done with the crazies. Which is what which is what Aaron did. But I don't think that that's going to stop I, I don't think that's going to get him ousted. I don't think that um I think the moderate conservatives outnumber the mega conservatives i do i think the caucus is behind polyev caucus and I, yeah i love that word big caucus do you see how big it's it a is? huge caucus <laughs> i love that word i have to go to the washroom <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's casual friday yeah but the truth is james there are pieces you don't see on the board and that radical fringe what are you trying to say fueled in many ways by another very radical fringe that has a great deal of capital invested in the conservative party. And by those fringe groups, I'm talking about very powerful fringe groups, such as uh, cults like the Plymouth Brethren. Brethren, yeah. And uh, people like Doug Ford. What? You guys, it all sounds like you're orchestrated. You know something? I've been working on that before. will be the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada in some form or fashion. In the next general election. That's a fact. Which means everything in Back to the Future 3 is coming true. <laughs> I don't want to break this down. Like I, I don't want to do a, a, like a post-mortem on it because no, it is no, casual no, no, Friday. No. But I, I just wanted to, I wanted to get your, your, your temperature on, on where we were. And I think, I, I, it's funny, I, I think I think a lot like you now because of what you've kind of like brought to the table and shown us. And it's one of those, you're right, we, we heard you tell us this six months ago, and here we are watching it play out uh, in real time. So, like, we, you, you did the same thing with the Patrick Brown um, situation where you just predicted that he was just going to fall into the ether, and he did um, for a provincial thing. And now here we are in the federal, the federal thing. What's the next move, do you think? What do you, like, wh- where do they go from here? How do they get to the bottom of a barrel now? Well, it's difficult because um, a lot of these people are beholden to business interests in Eastern Europe. Um, if you look through the Klondike papers, if anybody studied them, you can see a pattern emerging. And that's Russian diplomatic staff and uh, economic staff um, seeking uh, invitations to uh, people, whether they be city mayors, small cities, or large cities such as or premiers. And this has been going on for decades, mm-hmm. decades with many different political figures. And, and right about now, you've got more Eastern European gangland and government money. Um, think of pharmaceutical industries, people who might not want to sell their companies. Um, think of, of uh, uh, 
of highways that go to nowhere in Ontario, the construction industry. These things are now wholly owned by foreign subsidiaries, whether on paper or through the back door, which is the most important part. Yeah. People are worried about Chinese interference. I got news for you. We're already surrounded. It's not just the Chinese. We're not just surrounded by balloons or... We're surrounded in terms of people in four doors of power. Are we surrounded by our policing agencies? And um, it's it's a tough situation. I mean, there is foreign interference. There's there's foreign interference in every country. I saw, I saw a really I saw a really funny a really funny quote today that said, um, and this was in, in regards to the Americans, but they said eight hundred fucking billion dollars in um, national defense, and you guys couldn't fucking shoot a balloon down. Exactly. <laughs> you couldn't find a balloon and shoot it down. Like <laughs> that's kind well, of where we are. Hundred thousand dollars, and you you shoot a sidewinder missile when you could have used your Gatling gun. I mean, you know. Yeah. Where's Bart Simpson with his slingshot? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 400K to shoot down a... I hate that. I hate everything about that. Blue. I hate everything about that story uh, the, of those uh, UFOs over Yukon and everywhere else, those four things, because it was all bullshit. And our politicians and, and Biden and the State Department and the fucking NASA people and where all of them were the same. They were all like this. Well, you know, um, it's always concerning when... Uh, an object that we can't identify like and and they would never say it was anything in particular but the language they used made it seem like there's a possibility even though at the time they knew it was nothing yeah they you know one of them um seymour hirsch on my show was like no it came from the university of alaska he's like they have to they have to send up these balloon things to cover where the satellite can't cover up there so that they can do weather predictions and so that's what they that's what they shot down over the Yukon. That's that was the one over the Yukon. I was like, Are you serious? He's like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, Seymour. I love Seymour Hirsch. I, really I didn't are. know so many people thought he was a crackpot. Oh yeah. Did you? Right? James. No idea. What? You what did you smoke before you came on? Because it must be a little bit, <laughs> must be a little bit get... stronger than the Kush I smoke. Why? Right. Was I just speaking Chinese? What what, what happened? Pretty close. No, no, no. Just joking with you. Okay. I don't like it when you do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, honestly. Oh, here we go. Here comes fighting James. Country is gonna spy on, 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 I don't know. I was just trying to talk about something, and then all of a sudden you're like, what happened to you, man? Are you okay? Did you do too many things? And I'm like, did I just streak? What happened? Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. Um, David, I'm about to eject you because of your audio, though. Um, your audio sucks. <laughs> Um, and if Ray could come back in so that Ray can take your place and then try again in a half an hour and hopefully your audio is better. We're going to do that. Okay. Uh, I was, I was trying to get, Snap I was trying to get, pop. we're not doing it. Okay. Oh, I'm not ejecting. Get... I just don't like the, I don't like it. I don't like it. Holy it's fuck. Okay. You are not, don't say else. stuff like this out loud. This is like behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, no, stuff. we're saying it out loud. Don't let it escape your cry hole. Don't. I had a, I had a, <laughs> I had a plan with Dave. What the fuck? Don't What'd worry, you do now? Back. He's coming back. I don't know. My my camera just decided to like go away because David Wallace made a phone call. Probably did you? <laughs> you know. God damn. Remember that time? David Wallace is so mysterious. There's a six percent chance he's actually Rod Stewart. <laughs> I got I got something. I'm 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 just pulling into in the assets right now, which is fucking. It's just such a good we have such a good team of people that work in the background here and one of those people is DaCosta and I swear to God oh I know did you see uh, him like, there's Spenny some days that I can't 
Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was kind of egging that on. It was really fun. (laughs) It was weird seeing Spenny just be like this. That person's work is mostly shitty. I was like, whoa. (laughs) It's Spenny being Spenny. I guess so. But, you know, I've never seen him actually just be like, uh, yeah, I'm just being honest here when I say that you're a talentless hack. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It felt have like have you not seen Have you not seen him, a, 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 like, absolutely attack Dean on Twitter? It's it's one no. of the funniest things I've ever seen. Wow, he's, he's never he, attacked he, me, so I guess I, I, I want him to now. He's uh, he's something else. <laughs> he's something is else. Is it like he needs a timeout, or is he being joking? No, no, he's, he's, he's being spenny. And and yeah. if you can't take Spenny for what Spenny is, then you you don't belong here. <laughs> Hold because, on, I got uh, this is the truest comment ever. <laughs> <laughs> James is the only one allowed to have shitty equipment. I concur. This oh was God, from DaCosta. Oh, DaCosta, you're the greatest. What the fuck? Really? Wow, that is amazing. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe you should we should change that tagline to be like you know, uh, maybe, maybe, oh, fuck, I don't even know. I'm so stoned. <clears throat> but you know what I mean? Like something spyish, man. Something Jason Bourneish or something. You know? Something really fucking rat fucky. Something that will blow the minds of all the kids, man. You That's know? right. They're the future, man. You know? It's so funny. How was your week? Oh, fucking busy. So busy. Yeah, no shit. You had like. A bunch of double headers this week. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, the only one that was canceled was the Tom Marazzo. Uh, literally, big I, loss. I, I, big loss. Big loss. Well, he, like, it's just you do another five-hour show on this network with him just not answering questions. It'd be fucking amazing. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see it. I'm in bed by eight. I'm like, yeah. oh fuck, Jesus Christ, leave it to Beaver. Like, you know, <laughs> fuck off. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, he's uh. I, <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't even know how far I can go with that conversation, but I'm I'm as done with I'm, I'm done with I'm done with Tom Morazzo. <laughs> yeah, and no, his I know. ilk. As a, as a percentage, Ryan, how many of the convoy crowd do you think masturbated to Christine Anderson? Uh, what I would ask, <laughs> so I would be sound, able. That no. just sounded like a guy masturbating. You're like to Christine uh, Anderson. Yeah, I, I'm going to. Uh, I'll qualify it because. I'm a guy that does like I'll ask a question, like I'll I'll want an answer to a question, but I'll ask questions to lead up to it to make sure that I get the right answer that I want. One of them I would be, are you a fan of Annie Lennox cover people? And they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I love when people cover Annie Lennox. I'd be like, okay, did you jerk off to Christine Anderson's image with her talking about how she hates brown people? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I would I imagine. To, yeah, sorry. I, I wanted to see what it was like, so I did masturbate to Christine Anderson last night. Oh, how did it um, go? It took a while, but then you just you get you just imagine her screaming in German, and it just the whole that got fantasy, you that the, finished the, you. The whole fantasy that, vibrates, and you're like, that this bring is so you, dangerous. Did that bring you right over the edge? <laughs> it did. <laughs> and I'm just like, holy shit, Jesus, it's time to come. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that brings me back to a joke. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to say college. I was like, Jesus, what, what were you doing? Yeah, no <laughs> that shit. Brings, that brings me back to college, fucking all them German crazies. You no, know, it's something, something I used to say. Used to say about, but actually, I couldn't. I couldn't finish if she didn't call me something, and it was always a joke. And 
goes back to what we were talking about when we opened the show, but I'm not going there. Everybody was can make loser? their own. Infer- was it loser? You're yeah. never going to mount anything. Oh, that is kind of hot. I do I like know. that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We have weird brains. The reptilian brain is, is often quite self-deprecating, isn't it? You know? Yeah. It's sugar and salt. You know the chase for sugar and salt that never ends? We have the same yeah, thing, always, I think, you, emotionally. You crave we crave both. We yeah. crave a push and pull emotionally. Like, you know, um, demean me, but then, like, you know, cuddle me and spoil me later. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but you better demean me first. <laughs> you know? Why are we like that? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's because we don't actually have any sort of um, morals. Full time, no, full time, <laughs> full time aggressors towards our egos or our existence. I think that has a big part of it. That's why you. That's why the only the only people the only people you ever see hiring high price escorts to step on their ball sack with fucking high heels are old white guys. I don't know. Because they got nothing else. They got nothing else that's bugging them. (laughs) I don't really understand that, how that enhances the sexual experience. Like, like stepping on your testicle and causing pain. That just seems weird. Well, but you'll notice it's always old white rich guys. Why is it always old white rich guys? Because of the duality. They want, they're so powerful. They want to feel weak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Or or the fact that they've never experienced um, anything even virtually quite like having their ball sack stepped on by a high heel. Ray, have you ever had your ball sack stepped on by a high heel? He didn't even hear the question. Ray, have you ever had a ball, your ball sack stepped on by a high heel? No. See? <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Ray. Hi, Ray. <laughs> well, then you're not very successful, apparently. <laughs> is that a, is that a successful you, thing? Good. We're just yeah, talking, well. I, I was just I was just guys, saying. Right? I, I yeah. I asked. I asked James. I said it's funny. I said when you look at, um, we were talking about the difference between like we were saying the salt and sweet, how we yeah. crave salt and sweet, um, metaphorically and obviously physically, but sure. for for like normal middle aged white guys that are successful, why are they always the ones with the high price escorts asking for them? to put high heels on and jam their balls Wait. with a high heel because my it's theory because is, is because they don't is better than what their wives. That's what the real well, I, I'm thinking it's because they don't actually have anything in the real world to equate to some sort of um, pain. Um, like they're not oppressed Challenge. by anything. Yeah. They're not, you know, and it's like, I, I maybe this sounds like a fun thing. Like, and uh, you can't, you can't you can't hurt my feelings, so maybe like jam my balls with a fucking with a yeah. high heel spike, you know? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm just covering up my job skill stuff for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh... <laughs> Ray Route joins us on uh, Casual Friday. It's good to see you, my friend. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. So it's funny because what am I, just sitting here. Well, well, I meant I that as, as a whole. It's a whole thing. Oh, the royal you. Okay. Go it's ahead. the royal, royal you. you. It's well, Hey, Ray. Good. How's it going, buddy? The two of you. I'm good, James. How are you? Good. I'm well. Go ahead. Um, We had this conversation or something similar to this as a team once at, a, at a, one of our creative meetings. <laughs> and it somehow came up. And I asked the question, like, how do you come to the conclusion <laughs> that you're into that kind of shit? Right? I'm like, 
I'm like, it's it's it can't just be like you have to work up to it, right? Like I'm just Yo, imagining yeah. like you're sitting there, let's say watching Netflix, and you're just like, babe, you're gonna be really hot tonight. Like, what if if you punched me in the face and broke my fucking nose? You know, like, All right. just, just punch me as hard as you can. Like you it has to be that something happened and it was like, oh, I like that. But you realize too, it's yeah, it's a lot of powerful people that like that kind of shit, right? Especially, and they like to be dominated because in their real lives, they dominate everybody, right? They're yeah, they, always they have the control. One power. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is the moment that they're not in control. Yeah, they wear diapers, you know, like that kind of, they do that kind of the thing. The baby thing, yeah, that's huge too. Y- yeah. White that guys. Yeah, yeah. I just discovered some of these fetishes that I didn't know existed. The diapers is a new one for me. I know it's I found out it's old because when I tell people I just learned about it, they they roll their eyes at me. But yeah, that one's weird. Like like I can conceptualize why like panties might be a turn on for some people, but diapers? Like like yeah. that's odd. Like except for Germans. That is really odd. <laughs> Damn, what you the know. Fuck? Anyways, go on um yeah they're white uh, guys it's okay we're allowed to do that. go that's right that's right as long as we're talking about people that think man can we just can we just go back to you guys using racial terms and yeah i I was the guy not using it go ahead right (laughs) i was the one defending trying to to use it while i'm singing in my car yeah while i'm singing in the car i've been told i'm not allowed to use it well that's like that chris rock joke right if you're singing dr dre then it's okay but if you're emphasizing the word, then it's not okay. Yeah. And, and this is where I brought it back to the, the conversation about the art of, the, like, it's actual art. It's somebody else's art, and, you, and you're mimicking the art. Is it an insult to alter their art? Because I know if I had a painting on my wall, and I didn't like the color of the fucking house, and I repainted it. The color that of the house person... is not the N-word. The N-word is its own ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, it is its own yeah. Thing. I was going to say, it's true. I... I, I avoid it. I'm the guy who does like the the stop, you know, like like DMX, big DMX guy. I just there's say brother. Lot, just say brother. There's it a works. lot of there's a lot of n words by in, yourself. In DMX. You do that in the car. You do that all by yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the stop. Yeah, if I'm doing like rough riders, I'll be like, want to stop, want to roll. <laughs> like I just yeah no. I'm, the acu- I, the I acoustics, put in the pause. The, the I don't believe you. Of, the acoustics of the n word coming out of a Caucasian mouth is always weird to me yeah so it does it hits the song, ear weird any, it does yes, hit. singing yeah. a song whatever it just doesn't seem uh, like right and and again I, I have to go back to this because right now we're we're getting like morals kind of force onto us really we were not allowed to say bruce jenner well that's just weird right like like that kind of stuff and they're trying to sort of like fr- uh, make it seem like everything is as um urgent as the n-word rule no and, it, no, and it's and not. I, and the, the reason right. why the N-word stands alone is because society itself told, like, each other, hey, this seems like it makes a lot of sense to us. And now it's probably like 85, 90% of people probably are all on the same page about that double standard, whatever you want to call it, that black people can use it and white people can or whatever. I, and, think, that, I think that there's words out there that arguably can be equivalent to the or close to the n-word at least and it's words like the r-word and things the like r word chelsea hillier, hillier <laughs> is another one but again the <laughs> r-word the f-word you know what i mean and yeah yeah you know it, it's like that type of that type of thing i think i think it rivals it it's probably not at the same level but it, it rivals at that at that level of like i just it's just 
and it's funny because like the F word and the R word are words that used to be a part of my regular vocabulary. Same here. And yeah. they didn't mean what, what they yeah. meant. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's However, a Louis C.K. bit and it's true. They However, started off like that though. Like a lot of times, like when you were, when you were four five, six and it was 1985 or whatever year it was. And there were older people saying it. It's like, why, why would you want to hang out with him? He's fucking fag. And they would say that, and that, and then they would use the same word to, s- to describe, like, "Don't be such a bag," like that kind of stuff. And 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 it was really it started off as a hate speech word, and then sort of sprouted these new definitions that wasn't really about hate speech anymore. So, but but the root of it was still pretty hateful. It's true. And then that's it. And then you know what I mean. And then you, I talked to a gay guy, and he's like, "Yeah, that's actually like really offensive when you you use that. You know, when you call me that." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't mean it that way." It, it's like, you yeah. know what? Only cuckolds are allowed to fucking. But but he'll he'll that, say uh... again. What he'll say to me is, "I know you're not saying it in that term, but there's other people who say it to me maliciously, and I'd rather just not hear it." So yeah, you know, I don't consider myself woke by any means, but I think I consider myself respectful to people's. You know what I mean? Like wishes, yeah. right? And, and you know, I, but at the same time, you know, I kind of live by the Ricky Gervais way of life as well, too, uh, outside of being an atheist, right? It's we, him and I differ a little bit there. <laughs> but, but, you know, he has that famous line where he said, I want people to stop saying that's offensive and start saying I'm offended because you're offended by the joke. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? The joke itself is not offensive. It's you are offended by the joke because there's people in the audience who are not offended by the joke. I love it when Ricky Gervais talks about that shit. Like, yeah, you're, but... you're exactly right. And also, he says that um, if you... Um, if you're like if you're walking down the street and you're at, you're at like the town square and there's like a guitar lesson sheet with all the numbers that you can tear off and yeah. you are really offended at guitars... That doesn't mean you have to rip the number off and call them and be like, oh, yeah, I fucking hate guitars. And it's like, well, then don't yeah. get lessons from me, Billy. You know? Like, yeah. <sighs> now, but there's a line, right? Again, I think if you're using purposely offensive language, like the R word, you know what I mean? That uses a derogatory term. Yeah, that you're a dick. You know what I mean? Like, even if I'm not offended by the word, you're a dick. You know, don't say it. But I think at the end of the day, there's other things. Like, I always say this. Like, I'm a, I'm a husky fella. You know, Ryan, you and I are kind of in that same boat. And when people call me, <laughs> what's that? What are you saying? Like, I feel like I'm your you wrestling. I'm, am I your wrestling manager? Are you guys no, a tag team? Like, but that... when when people no, call, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> when people call me fat, I'm just like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when people are like, dude, you're fat. I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Thanks. Like, yeah, like, like I I did it to myself. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, like you're. You're not going to offend me because, like, I did this. It's like, I didn't wake. I didn't, I wasn't born fat. And I'm like, I, there's nothing I can do about it. You know what I mean? It wasn't my choice. It's not like, you know, being gay. It's like, I, I really, I've chosen to be fat. I could not eat the smash burgers and pizza and <laughs> substitute it for pork loin and chicken breast. You know what I mean? Hey, hey. I choose. Hey, how did you get that way? Remember, we talked about this on our new show. Oh, yeah. We'll promo I... in a second. Yeah. Um, on like, like my 800 pound life. How did I get this way? Chicken, chicken wings. wings. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> you the did answer. it with chicken wings. <laughs> chicken wings, and you know what? And again, uh, another another philosophy I take from Ricky Gervais. He says I exercise because I want to live longer, and I want to live longer because I want to eat cheese. You know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> well, but but from what you said about the I, I want to say that uh, the, the like what you say 
what Ricky said about that's offensive versus I'm offended. Yeah. yeah. I'm of the school of what Stephen Fry said. And what Stephen Fry said is it's now very common to hear someone say, I'm rather offended by that as though it gives them certain rights. It's no more than a whine. I find that offensive has no meaning. It has no purpose. It has no reason to be respected as a phrase. I'm offended by that. Well, so fucking what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. And also he talks about how the people miss, uh, they often make a mistake about identifying the target of the joke with the subject of the joke. Yeah. Right. So it's not really like he wasn't making fun. Remember with that, awesome joke that he did i think it was the golden globes once where he was just like um he's like kate and jenna won uh one woman of the year this year um so that was a real big step forward for the transgender community didn't do much for women drivers though (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and you see and if you got a if you were offended by that joke you're an asshole you didn't get it well you didn't get it it's not about women no, and he it, empowered. It was still an empowering it's about the joke. Tra- it's about the travesty of justice uh, that celebrities get when they kill people with their cars. That's what that's what he, <laughs> yeah. that's what he said afterwards. You know, like yeah. he's like, well, really, that's the vehicle for the joke. And then it's like, but 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 really, there's so many layers to that joke. Like there was a lot of people, and I totally get this. It's like, so the dude's been a fucking woman for like six hours and he just won woman of the year this is yeah. weird like it's pretty yeah. cool a little, a little odd good okay. for him drafted her. right sorry. out of grade school you know? yeah <laughs> wild what were you gonna yeah. say right sorry yeah so again and i think it, this is where it it becomes difficult at times like uh marianne one of our crier colleagues here Right, um, you, have, you have such a cool feud with her. I love it. I can't. Wa- I Twitter. can't watch her now that that microphone is gone. It's not the same. I love it. And, I and love it, watching that feud. It is. It, you have yeah. a feud with Marianne? Oh, oh yeah, huge. it's amazing. Huge. What is it about? Huge. Um, I just we don't know. It just started. I know what it is. I know exactly She's, what it is. Is it female? Sorry, I'm just kidding, it, ladies. I'm just no, kidding. no, <laughs> no. It's got nothing to do with sex. I know exactly why Ray's mad. Is Ray? <laughs> pumps out fucking a massive amount of content on crier.co which you should uh-huh. check out everybody that's listening and she um, posts once a week and she a week what, once, once a post, month yeah. she's she posted two articles or something she posts she, she put out two this week so i was very proud of her I, but I, why I, is that relevant to you is, is she is she a writer or is she a podcast host um supposed uh, to be is, everything aren't we this is casual this is casual friday <laughs> dude it it started it, it, <laughs> I love casual Mary. Friday. Casual Friday is defined as as such. This is what it means. You know nothing what? Ma- nothing matters. You can talk about anything. Casual Friday doesn't mean whoa, whoa, whoa. We're we're bordering on an interesting topic. We can't let that happen. Like like no, we don't have to do it like that. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. What started as a what started as fun <laughs> little humor has turned into what I think is one of the best rivalries on the internet. Right I think now. so too. It is too. You can I see what... st- show me examples. I, I don't even know about this. Oh uh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll talk to you guys off here. Cause I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but, uh, if it's already on Twitter, then... yeah, it's all over Twitter, but okay, the well, funny... then, then we can show it here because it's already out there. The, the funny is get that. The funniest part is, is I did a Twitter circle because I'd never done one before just to see like yeah. what would come out. And she's fucking right beside me, like right in the inner circle. And I was like, fuck. But it, it made for good so content. Maybe. Are you laugh. married, Ray? 
I am married, yes. Okay, okay. Just make it because because it kind of like has one of those feels of a story like we started off hating each other and then we had babies. You know? No, that's only in your brain, James. Every single female in the world wants to fuck James DeFiore, apparently. Okay, first of all, that yeah, is such we're a going, leap. We're going here. such a leap. We're I am going not Paul here. Atkinson. I Every never... single person that comes on this podcast all of a sudden becomes a fucking candidate. Everyone, including like, okay. I guarantee okay. you, that's you, you why you jerked really, off to you Christine Anderson. You know it. Admit it. I, ju- I did that for research. I was trying to <laughs> fucking like be knowledgeable of what I was talking about. Right? <laughs> that's called authenticity, my friend. Uh, I love you. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, like, I, I, I don't know. No, I, don't, I never mean it like that. I never ever mean. I'm not bonzying the situation. I never. You I never are like that. It's uncomfortable it's the- to watch as a viewer. Just so you know. I don't care. That's just, okay, know, that's, who I, that's just who I am. But but it's not. I'm you're, not going to stop def- watching. You're <laughs> I'm just saying the context of what I'm doing, though, which is doesn't help. You know, right. it, it doesn't help. But I was thinking right. in the context of like enemies turned into like lovers. Um, and that's all. It wasn't me. It had nothing to do with me. I don't so even I, think. She, I actually am pretty sure she doesn't really even kind of like me. <laughs> I'll just put, I'll just put on the I'm table. Sure, yeah. I'll just put Go on ahead. the table that she started it, right? Like uh, <laughs> yeah, she it, did. She did. I replied to Ryan's tweet that had nothing to do with her and she decided to come at me and didn't realize that I have nothing better to do in my life. You come at the king. You best not miss. Just like there was a, there was a time. I mean, you guys like Dean trolls, like Dean doesn't have Twitter beefs. He trolls on Twitter. Yeah. There was a time that I was like in five Twitter beefs a day. Like, and it was just like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like that was my life. Like, I'd come on like who's got or like way back in the Dear Pat's Nation, be like Connor. I got into an argument on Twitter today. He's like, I'm I'm shocked. <laughs> you know, I'm, sh- I'm shocked. It is fun to watch you. You're uh, Ray is the king of passive aggressive. Like it's like my favorite thing to watch. Like I wish I could I could learn. I could do what he does, but I just can't learn to have the restraint to execute the amount like, of passive aggressiveness that he does. Like, what's your favorite brilliant. Tom Hanks movie? Yes. Yeah, like, he just totally throws the entire fucking, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, cock lib, fuck, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, Ray just comes back with, yeah, but what's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? That And that, fuck, that one that day went my on favorite. forever. Like it, and I was just like, he kept talking shit. And I just kept, I'm like, what did I ask him? I'm like, if nothing sticks to teflon how does the teflon <laughs> stick to the pan like i was just coming back every time he called me a cuck and a fucking libtard i would just turn around and ask him the dumbest fucking question who is yeah. this I don't some know, guy some guy yeah. that it, it went it was one of those ones it's like he was it started like he said something him and dean were going at it and i just jumped in and said something and he came back at me and it went back and forth a couple times and then uh then i just asked him what his favorite tom hanks movie was and then it kind of set him off, and he was like, "You fucking cock lib type blah, blah." And I was like, "Why?" Because like, he's know, a QAnon guy, and he thinks Tom Hanks is a pedophile. Is it that? <laughs> I don't know. But then I was like, "Oh, mine's Philadelphia." Like, <laughs> like <laughs> answering his own touche. questions. It was that, infallible. Great. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. That's like the Eminem rule. Like, I just dissed myself. So what are you gonna do? I literally started like going into the point though. Like, it was going so far that I just started googling. Like, I was like googling like dumb questions to ask. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Give me like, because I said it's one of the first times I had nothing left. And then he's like, "Fuck you! I'm done talking to you." And I was like, "Oh, I, actually." There's a guy who follows me on Twitter and we interact a lot like positively. Yeah. 
he's a right wing fucking trucker honker and it started out with him and dean again right shocking of course and i jumped in and said something and we went back and forth and he just found my shit so funny that he just started responding back with the humor and it was making me laugh and then like oh because at first he's like we went back and forth he's like you know what fuck you i don't need to fucking take this blah 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 and i was like oh I'm like, but we've been building such a great relationship. Like, are you really going to throw this work? Our, I was like, are you going to throw our friendship away over just Are you Trudeau? quitting me? Are you quitting me, Terry? Like, is and that the dude ended I can't up, quit you. The dude ended up following me on Twitter and we actually have like a pretty fun relationship online. Like we don't like we don't talk shit to each other. Like it's just and it all just yeah. came because I'm like, because I'm just you can't rattle me. Right. Like, uh, it's, yeah. Like people, even when I'm responding, people think I'm getting rattled. Then I'll turn around and be like, "How can you say all that with Tom Brady's dick in your mouth?" You know, like <laughs> I have, I have the same thing. I have, I, I have a guy, and I love him. I fucking love, and I've had him for years. And he's, it's a Sam and Ralph fucking relationship. When like we'll go, like I'll post something, and he'll reply, and he'll, he'll get the, um, very left wing teacher crowd that follows me because of of the work that i did at the beginning of covid i i ended up getting like a shitload of teachers that followed me and i love them and i and i said this is my apology to you for being such a shitty student in high school this is i'm trying to do to 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 repay it right so all those teachers followed me and this guy fucking hates teachers and he fucking hates that they get things through the union and everything else and and he and he goes back and forth with all of them and they all know who he is and and everything else but I'll still get on Christmas. I'll get a hey Ryan, Merry Christmas, man. Hope you have you and your family are great. I'll get DMs and like from yeah. the guy, and we'll talk. I'll be like, good for you, man. And I know his real name. I know it's a, it's a persona online. I know what he does for a living. Like we've literally gotten to that point where we trust each other to yep. give each other details of of the. So we know we're not going to dox each other, and it's but we'll still on like you're an asshole. Fuck you, you fucking libtard. Yeah, okay, fucking Nazi. And like, we'll go back and forth online, but then I'll still get the, hey, hope you and uh, you and the family have a nice Christmas. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, it's like, do you see, like, it's Sam and Ralph. It's like we punch in, we show up on Twitter, we're a bunch of fucking idiots, and then we punch out, and Sam and Ralph leave, and they're still friends. And it's, it's such a that's fucking a great, weird a- place that we live. There's a great it, touchstone story too about how like remember remember when the all the convoy stuff started and we were having discussions about how like I don't know I don't know if it's a pretty good idea to dehumanize them right now <laughs> like, it might, <laughs> might not be the best call you know and and we yeah. and we but we, we but we did that sorry right go ahead oh yeah no but I think that and that's the thing right you can have discord and you can have these heated conversations but you can also you can also understand that Twitter is not real. Yes. And, and that's what I try to explain like to people like Mike, uh, and maybe this will transition into us actually pitching our show, but yeah, Mike, can we pitch our show a bit. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Great. Who's the, who's the co-host on around the horn. Um, who's, uh, around the horn. <laughs> but, uh, when he got on Twitter, Sorry, James. As long as I don't have to load the assets, I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. <laughs> but when he, when he got on Twitter, he used to DM me screenshots of arguments he'd have with people. And they were the, the mildest of arguments. And oh, I yeah. Just, and I would write to him, dude, you're going to hate. Dude, if you're upset. About, and he'd be, he'd be raging. And I'd be like, <laughs> dude, if you're upset about this, you're going to hate this app. 
I yeah. said, like, you're yeah. going to abs- like, you're going to hate Like You don't understand the hate that I get Ray, on this Ray, Ray, we have a, I have a, we have collectively here, I'm not going to name it, but we have a business partner that is part of our network that still sends me that same thing. Like, do you believe this guy called me an idiot? It's like, oh, dude. Like, uh, it's, it's almost like talking to, uh, you know, like get out of the AOL chapter yeah, j- of your internet experience, please. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly yeah. it, James. You're uh, right. Ryan, age, sex, and location. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ASL. <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're you're living in the ICQ while we're all in Twitter yeah. in 2023. Dung, like, come dung, on. Dung, dung. That's all you're hearing Uh-oh. when your, when your modem yeah. is Did someone pick up the phone? Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, yeah, and you can always tell the people who are who are. Because, like, you have, like, the bots, and then you have the people who are actually new to Twitter. Yeah. And then, like, I'll write something. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you live in your mom's basement. And I'm like, oh, dude, no. No. Like, no. Yeah. That's not an insult here. You yeah, look right. stupid. You look stupid now. You know? I like, hardly like, ever fight I on feel Twitter. bad for you for saying that. Yeah. Like, like I almost never fight on. I almost never fight on Twitter. That's I, bullshit, I, you son of a bitch. You're such a bullshitter. Go through you my don't, tweet, No, my tweet, you don't my, fight. My tweets are like this. Are you okay, man? Yeah, you don't <laughs> fight. You don't fight, but you cause fights. Listen, just because I'm 2-0 and o against you, that doesn't mean that, like, you know. Stop it. Don't even start <laughs> your shit, because I swear to Christ. <laughs> Come on. Come no, on. You're, no, no, it's true. You're, you're, um, you're funny on Twitter when it comes to this kind of stuff, because where we play with it like a cat toy, you, you'll try and re-educate somebody, and, and you're not wrong. And what you do, like, and the things that you say are not um, factually wrong. Socially, they're questionable, but they're not I factually think they're wrong. I for people that have narratives and walk around like this. That's right. And that's it. And there's no, and this is where I come back to that. There is no nuance anymore in discussion or discourse, which is really shitty. Like, we should be able to hear somebody say something that is a little off-putting to our base like it's it's off-putting to our our belief structure personal belief structure even though because you gotta remember that that word that word personal is fucking huge personal belief structure so if you're made uncomfortable within your personal belief structure that's a good thing you're having a discussion with somebody you might learn something about how other people think and that's a good thing you don't have to agree with it, but you no. you really have to have a discussion to, to air it out. And if at the end of that discussion, you can walk away and you can say, while we don't agree, um, I, I appreciate the discussion. I appreciate to know where somebody else is coming from because, yes, you might be a fuck Trudeau flag waving convoy supporting guy, but you actually also might on the other side still be an you're an okay guy. You're not a racist piece of shit. You're not a fucking whatever. Like everybody's trying to like, like immediately like, like lambaste with a label, but we've lost that. Why did we lose that? Why did we lose the, 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 the ability to have that conversation? Two reasons. All right. Two reasons. You ready for this? Yeah. No, please. Dean Blundell is number one. No, (laughs) No, so but true. But it is no, but like it's and, no, and he's I think bad. Like, he's but I'll tell you, I'll it, tell you one of the reasons I like James because sometimes you say things that make me roll my eyes. Like somebody will be like, 
it's sunny out. And you'll be saying, yeah, but sometimes it rains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's about that's exactly I it. reject that. I reject that it's analogy flat out. Bullshit. It's no, the too simple. It. Too simple. I, but, no but, way no, I no. do that. But yeah. for this conversation, keep it simple. I go, like, you'll put, I'll be like, oh, that was unnecessary, right? And you don't do yep. it to me. I just see you do it to other people. But I like it, though, because, and I've called Dean on this, so I can say this on this show. Yeah. He sits there and labels everybody. Hi, Ashley. He sits there <laughs> and labels everybody and then turns around and 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 says, don't fucking be labeled. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I look at him like he'll like. Yes, but he has throwaway lines once in podcast that t- says that he's trying. But like, if you look at, <laughs> if you look at the whole Pierre so thing. So true. If you look so at, true. If you look at the whole Pierre thing. I love him like a with brother. With Karima right fuck. now. You know what That's I mean? why I love him. Like, like I, I, I love, I love the way that Dean. You can see him cycle through. Oh wait a second! I, I've done this. I've done what I'm talking about. And, and then he ends that, uh, that, that sort of rant with this. And you know, we got to look in the mirror. You know, like I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but that's what it is. And there's. But he's time. right, though. Too though, he's right. Like I mean, you know, but he, I want, said, he, he wants but, to be hyperbolic, and he wants to also have not have everyone be hyperbolic. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's the both, and I've said it. And there's times that the holier than now shtick drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like is that because you're actually holier than thou? No. No, it's not. <laughs> but you know what? He's like, the only what... one that can say that on this panel, just saying. So I'm yeah. just saying though, the whole thing is like if you look at the whole Cream and Pierre thing, right? Like it's a fucking joke from both happened ends. Happened again where... today, by the way. I know it what happened do you mean again. The Karima Pierre thing. What do you... Oh, he, oh. She keeps yeah. getting kicked out of his I can't say his last names, so I just call him Pierre, but she keeps getting kicked out of his events. The guy who screams about freedom of speech, right? The guy who the guy who screams that Trudeau should have done the thing. However, if you wrote read the piece I wrote today, I did an entire paragraph that I don't get cream a shtick. You know what I mean? So it's like I wasn't I agree. Just, I, I wasn't totally just, agree. I wasn't just calling him out, but like, and Cream is great. I love her. I hung out with her at the Ice Wine Festival. Yeah. We drank wine together. Yeah, we had a great time. together. Had yeah. beers after. The, her and her camera, great people. But when Ryan and I were eating gourmet sausages at 99 Estates, her cameraman was getting kicked in the nuts out of fucking protest. Yeah. Right? And I wrote it. Like, I was like, admittedly, I don't get her stick. Like, I don't do you understand. Guys, do you guys remember? <laughs> you know do you guys remember in the social network? This applies to what you're saying. This is to your point, right? When they were, um, when they were talking about, uh, the, the guy was like, "We have to get sponsors for the site," and uh, Jason, Justin Timberlake is like, "We don't even know what it is yet." And the, <laughs> yeah. and, and so the, let's not get sponsored until we fucking know what it is. It's in this. It's in. It's in a state right now in the present day of evolving. And I think that, like, I think that there's something to be said about Karima's. Um, ways that she documents things where she doesn't quite know where it's going to land as she sort of makes her way as a documentarian and i don't think it's going to be where it is now but what i applaud what she does is the way that she treats anybody as if they are all from the same tribe and can family. i can i, I ask like a, can i ask a question of both of you and i want you to be honest with with the no. answer that you give no you can't ask a question okay right <laughs> i'm sorry just don't ask that ever again just just do it go ahead i love you is our friend Karima a provocateur? <laughs> um, you know what's funny? They define her as one, and so that makes her one. No, but she no, no, not, no, 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 no,
or acts of civil disobedience as part of her shtick, which is what a problem. No, I, I don't mean I don't mean in 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 person. I mean with the comics and with the and with the rhetoric on Twitter. Is she a provocateur? Yes. Okay. Now, and, hang on, hang on, James. Hang on, hang on. I'll follow it up. So now, tell me something. Does Karima fall back on the idea that because they are a public official, that she should be allowed to go to events while being a provocateur? Yes. yes. Okay. She she should be. Yes. No, no. I said, does she rely on that? I think so. Yes. Does she rely? That's my on question. Go, does she rely on what? Going does she rely on the fact that it's a public official and that that everybody should be able to lob grenades at public officials and show up at their events and yes, do what they the, do? No, the beautiful the beautiful thing, sort of yes and no, I would say, because the beautiful thing about Karima is that. She is kind of like, yeah, the comics that that's behind the scenes, they can be very provocative. Stop. For sure. Okay. All right. So, so what's the qualifier? You said, but they can be, what's the, but that's, that is what it is. Well, sometimes they're smart and sometimes they're really edgy. That's what but, I, that's all. But I, mean. I, but I think that this is where we become hypocrites. Right. And I say I, this all the time and we are this in our network. We are the biggest hypocrites in the world, right? So when they revoked when they revoked Rebel's credentials, and and Justin Trudeau says Rebel is not a, an official news place because they make fun of Justin Trudeau, we celebrate. How is that different than what's going on with what? Karima well, does? I didn't celebrate that. I, I I was like, you know, you have to hold your nose, you know, and, and 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 make the rules for everybody. So you know, you can say that Rebel isn't really a news outfit, but. If they're registered as a media company in Canada, then then that's that. What's then a registered have... media company, by the way? What does that mean? I think um, are they unionized through through Unifor? I don't think um, that's a prerequisite. Like like the, the even the small paper that I work for in Barry's Bay, sometimes uh, the Mad Valley Current is a reg- It's on the Media Council of Canada, so it's like it has things that are attached to it that sort of makes it recognized as an official media company. And I think I'm pretty sure Rebel News has. So maybe the process people have a problem with. What's really funny about that is that I don't think that they deserve it from a professional standpoint, but I don't think you should take it away from them either. And then the next, remember that election, they they wasted their only scrum question that they ended up getting on themselves. Why was I banned before? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and Karima did something very similar today when she was leaving the event in London, asking um, uh, the, the the security guard if he was single. My Twitter people want to know if you're single. So um, I'm, I'm wondering what the difference is when we're polarizing the left and the right. Well, and it's, there is no difference. That's the thing. But we make There's it a, a difference because of moral beliefs. And it's, it's weird because, as you guys know, I'm very apolitical. I have a lot of liberal values and I have a lot of conservative values in a lot of different ways. Like when I go down the line, like there's, there's different things that I, I look at. But I say it all the time. I tell people, I'm like, oh, I work for the most hypocritical. It's not everybody, but collectively, I say, yeah. I work. I said, I work for the most hypocritical, you know, one of the most hypocritical, you know, news outlets or independent news outlets out there. Yeah, be- because and and I don't, and James, to be real, I don't actually put you in this loop because I've seen here. you equally call out both sides, and that's why today I actually went out of my way to be like, you know what? As I cover this, I'm gonna say I don't get the shtick. 
You know what I mean? Like it's I'm gonna try to be objective on this and look at this through clean eyes because there's and I love Krima, but there's passive aggressive there. You yeah. know what I mean? There's passive aggression there. She goes to protest knowing who's gonna be there, knowing those people are gonna be triggered that she's there. You know what I That's mean? That's the but but if you stop right there for a second, that's the part that I find irrelevant, right? Because they make an argument. Well, why would she even come here? Like, yeah, no, well, you're absolutely the, right. You know, you're absolutely. Why are you here? Absolutely. The refreshing, the, but the refreshing thing about Karima is that she is steady and consistent, no matter who she's dealing with. She she made other people, and I think this is important. She was a convoy enemy for a long time, doing the Chris Sky thing and all that. And then there was a moment when the uh, when the anti hate group and then a bunch of far lefters, because she was going to do the Chris Sky thing, turned on her. And I think Karima, and I'm not trying to speak for her, but I think Karima kind of like was like, oh, interesting. She she got to live in a first person way, and and see firsthand how the left can be just as let's just say unreasonable as the far right or the far left right can be oh yeah. unreasonable. they're and both yeah. awful they're both awful. They're terrible but there's not uh, absolutely many, terrible there are not many terrible jur- journalists terrible. there are not many journalists or whatever you want to call Karima, who have um as part of their kind of like brand an equal distaste from the front both fringes at the same time and i i find that i f- i feel like that is evidence that she's doing something right and, and I think that we should just let her kind of breathe with it and just let her evolve it. And I think eventually it's going to land on something Hunter S. Thompson-ish. You know, like... I, oh, I yeah, yeah. But what, what I, all I was getting at is I'd rather eat the gourmet sausage. You know what I mean? So I, that, that's all... All I was saying is... is and then Muslims don't my... eat pork, Ray. Come on, man. You know this, I think. Um, I don't even know. Is that true? It was actually a turkey sausage. It was a okay. Christmas feast sausage. <laughs> I had the poutine one. Yeah, it was really I, good. I had yeah. the the turkey Christmas dinner, but um, I think. You, but what when I was oh, go ahead, when, sorry. I, when I wrote my piece today, I wrote I don't get creamish stick, but I don't pay attention to politics. You know what I mean? Like I watch yep. the NFL Combine and dog videos on TikTok. Like that's my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Outside of yeah, my normal yeah. thing. And then at the end, after I wrote the whole piece, was actually if you guys look at how I do my content now, is I try to find a lesson out of every story, whether it's a news story, political story, and this one was leaders don't hide. Like, this whole story was about Pierre being a coward. You know what I yeah, mean? Yep. Like, leaders stand up in conflict. But I finished it off with Trudeau's been a coward and been a terrible leader. Ford has been a coward and a terrible leader. Oh, you know constantly. I mean? They oh, yeah, all do it. this country, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Like, I'm not just, I'm not, this isn't a hit piece on Pierre. I, truthfully, I don't, I couldn't even tell you a policy. You know what I Can know I- about him? All this, What's, what I hear Dean spiel about him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, you must really like him a lot. Yeah. No, but I'm saying I don't, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a Trudeau policy. You know can I mean? ask you a question about a your shit. piece? Can I, I want to ask you a question yeah. about your piece. And I'm not trying to be a dick about this. And yeah. it might come off like almost sounding like I'm being a dick, but my brain went this place first. Yeah, go ahead. Why didn't you just call Karima and ask her what the point of her shtick is? Because I think. Maybe we'll have her on uh, around the horn. I sent her the link already. I wonder if she's going to come. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It's number one. I don't care, and I don't mean that in a mean way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You sounded more like a dick than me now. So no, no, uh-huh. but I don't. You no, but I mean? it's like, true. Like, and I don't. Like, I don't. I pay attention to what you do, but I don't care what you do. You know what I mean? What you do is your business. What I do is my business. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't care what her end goal is. Like, I'm not. I'm not her business manager. I'm not the head of crier where I'm trying to do something with it. Like, it's. I don't care. I said, I don't get it. Even even if she explained it to me, I probably wouldn't get it. Like, I don't think there's any explanation. Yeah. There's no explanation she could give me that would make me say, oh, 
yeah, I'm gonna go start going to protest too. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, I it does, but, but why is that? Why is that? But why does that have to be the cause and effect of what she does? Whether or not she influences you to do the same thing? She's no, 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 no. To, to, oh, but okay, but what what I'm getting at is like I don't pay attention a lot to what she does. Like I don't have interest in it. You know what I mean? And it again, it's not. Mm. And I'm not saying that in an asshole way, right? There's a lot of people who don't have interest in hearing me break down the the inner workings of an offensive line. You know right. what I mean? Like it's we all have our own things that we're interested in. You guys know I really don't give a shit about politics. I don't vote. You know what I mean? Like I'm really just I'm gonna get fucked in the ass no matter what happens. So I just try to ignore it to make my life better, right? <laughs> I know you... there's a G spot in there. So yeah, win, win, but I right? I know that guys like you are out there fighting the fight, and I don't no, have to go up. I live in a forest. I barely leave my house. It's fine. Yeah. If you go up, yeah. apparently it's there. Yeah. If you go up in and but up. I, but I don't care. So I yeah. think what I was just trying to do with this piece was because there was an underlining message I was trying to get out to people. Mm. I knew based on the title, there was going to be a reaction on either side. So yeah. I wanted to kind of make it clear. I'm looking at this with clear eyes. I'm not coming in as a Karima supporter. I'm not coming in as a, as a, as a liberal calling out Pierre. It's I'm looking at the situation and he's being a coward. And I'm as somebody that. like you, like somebody like you that looks at, at, at these situations from the viewpoint that you have, which is, I don't give a fuck. But now that I'm looking, what the fuck is going on? But if I would have just wrote about Pierre, right? Yeah. If I would have just wrote about Pierre and not said, I don't get what Karima does. And it wasn't calling her out. And I, I put right in it. I don't pay attention to politics, so I won't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, again, even if she explained it to me, because I pay so little attention, like you guys say things like anti-hate group. And I want to say like that means like to me like X, Y, Z on three. You know what I mean? Well, like then, if well, I... Then, well, then XYZ on three means liberal funded hate mongering yes. <laughs> secret group. You get what I'm saying? You know but what from, I mean? So for, for, for and her, he's talking from a layman, like from a layman yeah, for outsider her, who gives to a really fuck. make me yeah. understand what she does and why. Like her and I would have to have like an eight hour conversation. I don't think because so. I, I, I would think need you're selling all the short. inner workings. Okay, no, maybe think, I'm smart enough to capture it. But what I'm no, saying it, is, but she would be able to boil it down and, and right away for you to be like, oh, okay. And I think that what she's doing just is like, it doesn't matter who is there in front of her camera. What matters yeah. is that the camera is recording it. And so it almost becomes irrelevant who, where she is. So I think that's the consistency that I like. I would, you know, I, would agree, I would agree. Hang on. Sorry, Ray. I would agree Go with on. you, James, if it wasn't for the, again, coming back to base, making the comics, putting them out. I don't see anything. I don't see anything on the left. I don't see any liberal um, sided comics that are making fun of, of 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 the the, the gaffes that the liberals are are, are um, constantly in the news uh, with. She um, does. She has. Really? Yeah. Oh, like she, okay. there's been. Sure. I mean, it Anyone. hasn't been. But listen, because they're she, not she, there. They are she, not there, James. I swear to God, I, I've done this. I've, I've listen, done this. Man, I don't want to like burst your bubble, but I'm the creator of one of those cartoons. Okay, I'll have you know. One. So, yeah, and you know what's okay. funny? Actually, I actually told him, I'm like, you sure you want to do this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. But Brian Lilly in a gag ball is really the way to go here. But but I it was my idea. So no, I yeah, no, that wasn't it. that wasn't making fun of liberals. That was making fun of a a, a conservative talking parrot. 
is what you were doing. So okay, um, that's got nothing to do with I what I'm talking assume, about. You're right. I just assumed that she has taken the snot out of. She has not, and okay. and that's the and that's the point. And so if she was literally just showing up at these at these events at these protests and documenting them the way she does, and she does them brilliantly, by the way. I'm sorry, but uh, all the shit aside. When she's there, she doesn't. She does not have a narrative when she's at an event, and I fucking love that about her. Yeah, it's when you come back and you take all that, and you package it, and you call your guy that makes the comics, and you make a comic about it, making fun of the conservatives and everything else. That is where the bias comes in, and that's why they fucking hate her. And but then let's... she shows up at a actual political rally where we are all supposed to be welcome. And you're absolutely right. She should not have been thrown out. I totally agree. But I, I can see why. Yeah. She gets thrown out from a conservative rally and not and and she gets handed an ice cream cone at a liberal rally. If you remember from last year when she was given ice cream at the McDonald's when the liberals were there. Well, actually, I, I, totally I would get say it. that's because the liberals are more savvy. Really no, it's say. it's got nothing to do with sav. What would have happened eat. if she went into the event? Nothing. She would absolutely nothing absolutely nothing she no what she would have done is she would have recorded the event she would have recorded the 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 vibe in the event which she does at the at the at the protests yeah and she would have taken that fuel back and she would have created a comic about pierre polyev and it would have been derogatory and it would have been fucking we would all just say oh it's just satire it's just satire the thing with satire is you have to fucking satirize both sides if you want to be seen as somebody that is that all you are there for is to make fun of politics. You have to satirize what, power, really. You need to satirize power, which is on both sides at this point. I didn't and, know that. I, I just want to, I, I want to confirm with her because I don't know how much of her comics percentage-wise are federal politics stuff. And if it's just, and if it's like 90% Ontario, then I get why it's all Doug Ford because he's in power, right? Like, but I don't know. I don't know. But you, what you're saying could be totally 100% accurate. I just would like to ask Karima. Because um, she's a better human than I am. <laughs> oh yeah, no, believe me, uh, I've hung out with Krima like in per- in real life, not on Twitter. We've hung out, and she's a well, fucking beautiful. Our souls beautiful, are intertwined forever. She's a Ryan. beautiful fucking human being. Yeah, I she love is. her. I love and Ray has too. Her camera guy, great fucking dude. Like they're super fun people to hang out with. I'm not. This is not a personal fucking judgment. This is a judgment on content and where you where it's it's a matter of where you can do something and then all of a sudden say well now i'm being maligned well are you being maligned no someone else is protecting a brand and i understand protection of a brand and you're you being there on a and and again we're going right down to brass tacks of basic fucking law this is private property they you don't have they can tell you not to be there that is that's a legal thing in this country. It, that's just how it is, and that's why conservative. And this is where the conservatives are wrong, where you get a liberal that'll show up at a fucking city park where you can't be banned, and you can show up, and nobody's going to kick you out for being on a city. There's a there's there's a reason no, I, why the liberals do it in a private property setting because they can actually take control of the setting and say you can't be here. I can trespass you from this area because it's owned by a private entity. Do you know so what's it, actually interesting though? It's it's actually I'm thinking about it now because I don't know who wrote it, but somebody on the network wrote the other day that Pierre doesn't want your vote. He just wants you to vote against Trudeau. And it actually makes sense to me. Right. If you can, yeah. you know, because who else are you going to vote for? 
right? Like, what what are the other options? So it's there a lot of them is going to align to him, and that's yeah. been his whole narrative. It's kind of weird though. Kicking Krima out is almost like it's all like it's stupid. It's it, it is maybe, stupid, but maybe not. Not from a political standpoint, because maybe it's a licking. Politically, the it's not. It's a licking the reaction that they want, right? So last night she's got yeah. Dean on there, who's fuck him and he's this and he's that and she's there and they're doing their twitter so what happens all the fucking people who hate trudeau and thinks that dean gets paid by trudeau right is it, it just builds another vote for pierre you know what i mean like it just or just votes another vote against Trudeau. like it, it's it's actually kind so. of politically I, I, it's actually kind of brilliant by by him to 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 do this kind of stuff because he marches with the the fucking the the, the douchebag there and he and he talks to the truckers and he he does all his shit and again he's he's taken the very American approach mm-hmm. to to politics and kicking out someone like Karima is an American approach to politics right and it's what it's it, what it, Ford did and what the conservatives have done. It would never have made the news, probably though. But also, the 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 thing about it is, is that if Karima keeps on getting ejected or denied at these events, I love I like the strategy of her showing up at every single one and making them ban her at every single one. No, that I is like, yeah, no, absolutely, that, that, that's brilliant. That's provocateur in the greatest sense of the word. Right? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So can we la- other, hold, hold do on, we label other, her a pro- a provocateur? Sometimes she's a part time provocateur, I would say. But, but oh, okay. Again, so we not, went from no a, to part time. Okay. Well, I'm glad I, we're making progress. I believe here. I said at the time that provocateur is a very broad thing to say. Like, like okay. it, it's it could be language. It could be movement it could be speech it could be a whole bunch of things right all right um, it, it could be civil disobedience there's a whole bunch of stuff but karima like is is basically they're not savvy enough to understand that if they let her in nothing would happen and then no one would talk about it in a day and a half they, they're they're not savvy enough to do that and they it, whatever gain they think they're getting by banning her is probably a gain that they've already secured because it speaks to the people that really really hate karima right like <laughs> yeah it's true so, so what game true. do you make? That's why you I love her, by the way. Just so yeah. you know, Kareem is the only benefactor, you know, in in in, in a situation like that. And um, you the know, benefactor I, I, in you what? Know, sense? Can I just say? I'll say one thing. If I was Kareem's like manager for some stupid reason, um, I would, I would probably make sure that she never goes like uh, wrestling silly when she makes appearances in public. Like I wouldn't put a flag on her back. I would. I would. She get never Marie, does. I would get no. She did just last week, but I, I would get well, Marie. Hanin, I would get Marie Hanin to buy her wardrobe, and I would have that for in the door. I really would. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Because that power, like a powerful woman walking around, setting the example. That's what she does. She sets an example on how to be civil, and except her cartoons, which is great because the juxtaposition, the duality. I like how eclectic she is. She can be polite in everyday life, but then like skewer you, skewer you with a fucking political cartoon. Where's the duality it. though? But also, That's what a lot, I'm saying. But there's also where's the duality? Of, the duality is civility and, in public and rip your fucking head off in cartoons. But That's hold on, but but there's civility in public, but there's also a lot of passive aggressiveness. Right? You know, guys, I feel like Joe Pesci right now, and I just want to fucking let you know that I'm very defensive over Krima. <laughs> no, no, I, I love that. no, and you, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're, I don't think we're, we're, we're hitting. I know you're not. I know you're not. That we love, like I actually respect her, and I love what she does. It's just a matter of, in reality, in and in, in the progression of of where she started and where we are now, 
what she does is I get it. I get, I get why we're doing it. It's just a matter of if she didn't do that, like, like where would we be? Like, would we well, be? And Sorry, I think, Ray, I ahead. think this is where, this is where I get back to the hypocritical part of us as a network, right? Because at least for the time being, Dean is the leader of the network, right? Jesus and, Christ. Don't preamble like that on air, dude. That's a crazy <laughs> phrase. <laughs> no, but at least for the time being, TikTok. and and there's been a two day <laughs> rampage, <laughs> but I'm saying there's been a two yeah. day rampage about Karima and Pierre being kicked out of these events. Yeah. He celebrated rebel news being kicked out of events. You know what I mean? He like he, he celebrated them being discredited. He said, they're not a real news organization. Why is, that the compar- that. Why is that the comparison though? Because Karima is a singular entity. She's not a media company. You know, she, because she the comparison that. is because he sat there last night and talked about freedom of press. He used those words. He talked about free speech. He talked about all these things that Rebel News is screaming got taken away from them, and he laughed at them, and he did this, and, that, and it's hypocritical. And you're defending your, and I'm not even going after Krima right now. I'm going after. I Dean. just don't. I just don't understand why the how how the how those two things are the same. Karima and Rebel They're News. They're exactly the, the same. They're exactly the same. You're you're close to one and not the other. They are. No, no, right? but I know, I know how each one operates. So Rebel News is basically a business that finds a way to monetize every single piece of content possible, and and that's their business model. Karima, that's not what Karima does. Hold on, what do you think no. Cryer's turning into? What does Karima do? Why oh, do you on. think? Why is Karima there to not Karima. monetize what she does? No, 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 no. But but she does it for You guys too. are really like simplifying the fuck out of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that. One is a media organization, and the other one is a singular person being civil. Representing Cryer Media. Representing Cryer right, Media. Right, but, 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 but doesn't it have to at least be, doesn't Cryer and Rebel kind of have to be like the same in order for Karima being the same as Rebel to be the same? Like, you think Karima's the left-wing version of Rebel News? No, no, but what I'm saying is we can't sit here and scream about freedom of, this is what I'm getting at. Yeah. We scream about freedom. It could be of one press. person or a thousand people. It could be one person or a thousand people. We can't sit on one more on one laurel and say this is what we believe in, and then laugh at somebody when it gets taken away from them. You know what I mean? Like we can't fight for one right. and not the other. You have I to. Respect you. What, and we've saying, done we've done entire podcasts of that asshole with his stupid hat from Rebel falling down on slipping on the ice and getting fucking taken away by the RCMP. Over. We've and done over fucking and over, over and over and over again. Right. So, so what I'm getting at is, is uh, this isn't a knock on Karima, but we consistently as a network, not necessarily James, not necessarily Ryan, not necessarily Ray, but as a network, as a whole, we are fucking hypocrites. You know what I mean? And we're hypocritical. And again, and I think the point and the whole point that this goes back to the reason I said, I don't get her stick in my article was to show people I'm looking at this through fresh eyes. I'm not looking at this with, a love of cream. I love cream in one sense. I yeah. don't love her content. So I'm not doing I, this as I love Karima's content or I love this or I love that. I get it. I, get I it. even yeah. pointed out that I've been bumped the last three times. I was supposed to be in the Dean Wendell show. I yeah. was bumped for Karima. I pointed because of that Karima. Out. Yeah, I exactly. pointed that out in my vlog, but you know what I mean? Like, and she's the push. Let's face it. She gets the push, right? She'll she gets get clicks. It's she clicks. gets the push over everybody. I, There's yeah. a business. Can I just, be, can I just be difficult for one second? Oh, <laughs> you? Um, just for one second. You? Shocking. Okay. The reason why I, I'm still having trouble with the analogy is because 
Um, the, the rebel news had a me- secured a media pass and then it was taken away because the liberals were like, you're too right wing and controversial and disinformation, blah, blah, blah. So that was very specific. Karima tried to get into a private event as a singular person. I don't think she's registered as a journalist. Whatever. If she showed up without a camera, I bet you, I bet you it would have been totally different. She claimed she was there to cover it and claimed to be there as a journalist. And she did tell them. If only continuity was important when people. She did tell them. She kept telling them that (laughs) I'm I'm here to cover it. Right. Okay. So Mark Saplansky. Did Karima receive uh, like a, a media pass for any of these events? No, she received a she 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 a generic uh, a generated digital generated thing that you yeah she right. received a, a generic I could have got one too you could have got one we all could yeah. have got uh, we could have signed up online and said we are invited to to yeah. an event absolutely so so the PMO's office actually decided I think I don't know if it's via the Privy Council or some other thing attached to like the press gallery. Um, to unilaterally uh, say no, we don't want them in the press conference. So you pretty didn't big, see. Pretty, I'm not. You didn't see. Christ. Can I just? Sorry. Like, yeah. Please. No. Absolutely. Yeah. But you didn't see Karima's second video tonight of them explaining to her, "You've been asked not to be here by the directive of the CPC." So anyway, so I wasn't just going to stop at that point in, in, where, okay. where I, where, you know, I, I'm trying to trying to trying to show why they're not the same. All right. Karima goes to a venue as an even if she calls herself an independent journalist. She's okay. still not a registered media company. She's still not previously already scheduled to be inside. It, the context is totally different. And the other thing is, is that I don't know how many people are like, what? You're not letting Karima in? That's fucking crazy. Karima herself is pro- like probably understands that it's just the, it, it's the method and the, the, um, the, almost like the ceremonial way that they're denying her. That is the c- fucking story, not for free speech. But because it's just interesting that they are afraid of this woman, and 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 it's totally not the same as Rebel News because everything about them is different. The context in which they are getting kicked out of things is totally different. I, I don't. I just don't think. Yo, they're, they're I, I, yeah, no, you might you might be onto something. But can you tell me why the head of our network is telling everybody it's because she's a brown woman while she was taking video of brown people in the audience as she was leaving? It was one of maybe, the lead articles on Crier. I think, just saying. Need, I think we're going to need a, a, a little bit of a pivot. Douglas, what are you doing, buddy? Can you help us here for a second? Can you sing a song? Pee. Can I sing a song? I just, I'm like, can you sing a song? I got I to gotta go pee. You don't have to sing. That's well, right. Out of the blue. Yeah, no, <clears> any okay. requests? <laughs> None. I, 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 we, we're just like I, I think we need to pivot away from that topic. <laughs> I just do. Well, it, no, it, and I was, and, and it keeps coming back to Karima, and I've been trying to actually take it away from Karima, and I've just been trying to talk about us as a network. I think that we are as yes. a whole, not again, not individuals, but because of the collective whole, and because of who gets the most clicks on our network and who's the face of the network right now. There's a lot of hypocrisy and we get looked at as hypocrites all the time. And I've listened to the shows and I've sat there and blackball is not one of them, but I've listened to the Dean Blundell show. I've listened to other shows where I just sit there and go, Holy fuck. This holier than thou act is getting, you know what I mean? Is, is absolute bullshit. Do you not feel that the, um, a, a personality, a personality like Dean's, um, you, y- you know, that, um, some of the, improvised banter when he's speaking like passionately 
is going to hit a little over the top. And what, I don't know. I, I feel like, um, I don't know if it's premeditated. I think a lot of times anyone that talks as much as uh, um, Dean and other hosts, like even myself, do a week, we're going to say shit that's going to be like a little over the top or a mistake. Or da, da. Okay, take you know? it away from the shows. If you, write a, if you write a blog, you've had time to sit down. You've had time to write it. I know. I don't finish this thought because I think what we're doing now is probably Let him like... finish his thought. I want to hear that. All right. No, no. Right. I'm just saying. And I and guys, I I do it. You know what I mean? I, and I fully admit it. And I can probably pull out fucking one of my <laughs> recent 10 blogs where I do it. I put a fucking blog about about be nice to people and 10 minutes later told someone to go fuck their mother on Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm the the right biggest, in their bum. I'm trying to change I'm trying to change my ways to being more positive and then I'm fucking spewing negativity everywhere. We all do it though. We're human beings, but we do a lot of we um uh, Jane yeah, yeah, responded. Uh, what, but but I'm, no, what listen, I'm saying listen, is, when, when, when the convoy thing started, I was I, I, I'm exactly I know exactly where you come from. When the convoy thing started, I was kind of alone on the Dean Blundell show saying, guys, we shouldn't bully these people. We really need to sit down and talk to these people. We shouldn't call them fucking this and that and dehumanize them. Blah blah blah. So I understand exactly what you're talking about. Um, and here's the thing, uh, you know who's uh, like the weird thing is is that Karima uh, is a lot more followers than me. Um, a lot more well-known than me. I probably get a lot more like um, hate mail than any other guy at the network right now because um, of having Nazis on my show and things like that. It's, it's weird to be um, a person that puts out content that I personally think is completely benign and other people think is really controversial. And Karima and I kind of have that in common. That guy that was on my show, he was like, why do you have to be in that public space to begin with? And it's just like, that is the stupidest fucking question I've ever heard in my life. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter why a person is there. They're there. And so yeah, are you. So absolutely. Shut the fuck up. 100%. I mean? yeah. like, and, yeah. and I just, I, I, what, I, what I will put out there right now for anybody who's listening, everything I've said tonight, I've said on the Dean Blundell show and I've said everywhere Same. else. This is not things I'm afraid to say out loud. So it's you know redundant. I mean? I'm just kidding. I'm no, just it kidding. is redundant because, but it's a, but it's a problem I've had with the network and I do talk. It's about problematic and it keeps coming up and that's and, and, the thing. And, and, and we and need to hash this shit out. And I, do you and see I, the network as eventually being like an ambidextrous sort of political philosophy where you need certain elements of both wings and you know, you don't really take a narrative and put it in your like treasure chest and stuff like what do you what do you see like like maybe the question is if you were to run something in an imaginary world how would you want it to look well either we have it from both sides and we try to have some some discord or even if you got people going out but i think the other thing or we need to stop saying hey this is what i believe in and then write a piece contradicting everything we say we believe in exactly you know what i mean you know what i mean and we do it a yeah, lot. We can't because... say we hate the we can't say we hate the anti hate network for for what they do, and then say all of a sudden Pierre Polyev hates brown people. We can't do that. We cannot do that. That's not. And 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 I think where my piece comes is because what we do as a network, whether we know each other or not, when we're a part of it, we we defend each other, right? We do like we. We're a collective. So when people start going at James, and I think it gets a little ridiculous, I'll say something. You know what I mean? I when you, yeah, I have a dude, I, the whole I have the a whole defender. Mark, the Mark, 
the whole Mark Splansky <laughs> or Spanky Sipl- or Slapinski. Yeah. Slapinski. I did not. I fucking got, oh my God, that guy's a on. fucking burr on I my did, ass every day. I did not get, I did not put a single word into that whole beef. Yeah. Until he posted an old picture of Ryan. And then he, then he hit the line. And then, then, then little brother came. I love that though. But that was like my is, favorite thing that you did. <laughs> but what I'm saying though is that's what woke me up. You know what I mean? It was like, it, it, but we defend each other. You kind of yeah. let, like, you know, with Dean, I let him fight his own battles because 99% of the time he brought it on himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then sometimes they say shit and I'm just like, nope. Yeah, you know there I mean? are certain like, things that, like, that all of a sudden said. something gets said and I'm just like, nope. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now, yeah. now I'm, now I'm coming in. You know we won't that? have to, we don't need to expand on that, but I know exactly what you're talking about, Ray. And yep. that's fucking off limits. Yep. Similar and, hardwiring. And it's a boom. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. And then it's on. Yeah. And I, the same thing, Ryan, you bring on your own shit. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. And I bring on my own shit. I don't expect James any of does you guys to jump in. Yeah. But I think we all, all know it's common sense. John. Douglas is an, Douglas is an absolute um, caddy bitchy asshole on Twitter. And he's my favorite. Just saying, can we pivot to Spenny when Ray is no, no, done? Yeah. No, 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 because I got something to say about this, man. Yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, this let, is let, like right up my alley. Introducing yeah, Doug- the most charming man on planet Earth, Douglas, <laughs> from the Eager, Eager Beaver podcast. Okay, go ahead, Douglas. Hey, everyone. And hey, hi, Ray. First time that we get to talk with each other. How's it going, Douglas? I'm going to stop like singing this song <laughs> because I'm high. It's Douglas of the True North Eager Beaver Podcast. A crier exclusive. And if I don't sell one copy, I know why. Okay, if I stop it there, we won't get the copyright. That's right. I'm telling you, I don't know if you saw this, Ray, or not, but I have conceptualized a world famous um opportunity an opportunity that would make uh, douglas world famous uh which is the best saddam hussein impersonator on planet earth especially <laughs> especially the saddam that was in the south park movie i say you, you kind of with the great you, know, you kind of got the 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 end of saddam you got the before he put the got the black hood on saddam That's listen so i'm not right. i'm not trying to speak out of school here but you have a sexy murderous dictator look okay like you're just gonna have to way better hair shit. though Okay, Douglas so way better. I'm just coming to my spider hole, baby. I yeah. think Douglas has been trying to bring this whole conversation together, like for the last. I think so hour. too. Douglas so. is so patient. Look at him. He's my <laughs> oh, favorite person on this network. Just so you guys know, you guys are all fucking trash compared to Douglas. Go ahead, Douglas. I don't just. Dis- I can't disagree with you. Douglas. I'm not even gay, but I'd probably just blow you if you asked me because you're so nice. You know. You like, know what? I do was it. Hearing do it. Do it. Earlier, ask him. Ask you him. know what? And I was say I was I was waiting. I'll only do it if it's on air. Now I feel seen. Do it. Now I feel seen. OnlyFans. We can make some money here. I appreciate it. But I have to be looking at Marianne's mic while I do it. Sorry. Dude. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. Um, Here's the thing, right? All of you are right. Okay, thank you. Which is what's, what's really freaking amazing because all I of these... I fucking hate people like you. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm about to call you a life coach if you don't start making... I know. All of these perspectives work. do fit into one common thing. This is an MLM scam. So, I mean, no, no, no. This, some this, essential this, oil. You know, right. resentment is like swallowing poison. Okay, the guy's been trying to talk for half an hour. Let him fucking talk. Jesus. Don't step on Don't step on the end of my sentences. Go ahead. Sorry, Ray. The thing is, right, is... Yeah. We are hypocrites. I mean, we're, we're human. I mean, right? That's the whole thing. But what kind of humans are we? 
are we trying to be better humans at the end of the day? Some of us may be a little more sanctimonious about it than others. I don't think it's wrong. Of some or not, but right. What what's our intent on the like? What's our intent? What was our motivation? What is our mandate when we're doing this network? Versus what is rebel? What is their mandate? Well, what then in that, you're almost implying that you're almost implying that rebels' mandate is more organized than ours, and you might be right. It, it, well, they, if you can tell us what our mandate also, is, but, I'd love to know. Yeah, just tell me. I created a song called "Mandates" that assumed all the convoy people. Well, were I mean, it seems to me that we were a bunch of people that Man are somewhat like-minded okay. in certain ways, even though we don't agree on absolutely everything. But in sort of like a general direction, like don't be a douche. We're right? a collective. That type, but it, you know, it, like it was never. Know, yeah, we, we actually do like facts. Uh, there actually is some value in experts. Um, you know, don't be a douche. Can't be a part of our mandate because none of it like. There'd be like three people left on the net. There are levels. Exactly. I'm <laughs> there a are levels, right? There's the You're a douche. Raise a douche. No, no, no. Like, Listen, fuck. we're all douches. Yeah. Like it, but there's the douche level that, you know, hey, we're only human. We're not gods. And then there's the douche when you wake up in the morning, like you set your alarm clock at three o'clock in the morning to find extra time to just be a douche to make a vocation okay. out of it. Do you guys well, want to like Ryan? Like Ryan. Off, then. Like Thank Ryan. You. All right, shut I'll just shut it off, off then. Fuck I'm just things, saying, Douglas. Can, I'm, can someone can someone answer me the question though about what an ideal media company would actually look like? Like like would it be staking a position? Well, hang on, would I want to hear what be, the, I want to hear be, where it, where his his thoughts going. Where's his okay. thought going? Okay. The thing is, is that Cryer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Eventually, we want we do want to make money. I mean, we're capitalists like anybody else. But pretty sure you're a commie, Douglas. But go ahead. We're, but, but there's a humanist vibe to this. We actually care about people. We care about their stories. You, James, will be bring in people that have different points of view. I would be happy to bring them on once you know our show gets big, big enough. But we, we've reached out, right? Um, Are you trying? We're, to get we're not afraid to get of Max views. We're not show? afraid of sharing our space with people that have different views, no matter what some of the viewers may think of us. You know, and the listeners may think of us when we do. We do it anyway. It's unpopular. It's uncool. Some people won't like us. Some people will, you know, you know six months later, we'll come back. Yeah, but there's that time you had Bernier on. It was like, we do it anyway. Right? Yeah. There's if an intent. Want, if, there's if, a motive. We, want, there's a difference between putting a camera in front of people and then having them basically react to what they see and if they do not like it that's one thing and then going someplace with a camera and deciding that you're going to take everything there pass it through the darkest filter possible and then put it on there's a difference in intent there's a difference in practice there's a difference you don't think we do that here like this well i don't think we do that here I'm thinking if we're, you're asking what's the difference between Rebel, what's the difference between us? Mm-hmm. Rebel is an actual machine that has one purpose, which is to take any person, any any, t- any piece of information, put it in, and twist it into how can I hate or how can I blame whoever the prime minister of the day is who is not conservative. So I disagree with you on that because yes maybe that's the content that's coming now but what they what rebel does is how can i take this content flip it and make money right well yes but that's the thing that's that's the primary purpose above all we could go down let's face it if we're not careful here on crier we could go down that slippery slope it's 
it is very easy because, to go down that triply strut because it is very easy to get high and mighty. Yeah, and I Lo- and, well, and lots of clicks. Well, that's and that's the piece because I think we might be mistaking something though. When the brand changed from Dean Blunt Down Network to Cryer Media, um, it wasn't that Dean had to stop putting out the volume of stuff he was putting out anymore. I don't think that um, Dean's columns or blogs or whatever you want to call them versus the rest of the people at the network is making the public be like, they are crazy left wing over there and really mouthy about it too. I think Dean is probably, but I don't think Dean is now the face and the brand that permeates the entire network anymore. So, uh, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. So, I, but, so you know. Dean put out two of my blogs today on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should all strive to be a little more like George Springer. Has three likes, one retweet, twenty-one hundred impressions. Mm-hmm. The okay. other, right? The other one he put out was my uh, Pierre, whatever, kicking cream out, and he changed my title out of his press conference before it started. Was nothing but weak leadership. 80, 80 word headline. <laughs> Hang on. Sixty yeah. retweets, twenty-four comments, two hundred fifty-four likes, eleven thousand impressions. Why? Because that's the type of article that people will click on, right? Yeah. Right, people... but, but the first right. article was the exact type of article that no one would be able to find. So there's the other reasons too, right? Like it's not just because it's positive. You know, there's no. nothing in the headline that makes people familiar with what you're talking about necessarily. It's a little generic, right? Like, like and I'm not saying anything's bad against the con. I'm just saying like, like, you know, I put an article the other day that had Max Bernier, Christine Anderson, and fucking Pierre Polyev in the fucking headline because i wanted as many eyeballs to click that fucking headline as possible right like so but this is what i'm saying because that's right so first of all george springer if when i do you want to know what that reaction was on my twitter account on the sports account because it's probably quadruple what dean got you know what i mean because it's the sports people george springer is a big name but why do we get? I don't it? even know who George Springer is. To be perfectly fucking, he honest. plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. He's okay. yeah. yeah, he's he's like a big name on the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. So what I'm getting at though is, is and he was trending all day yesterday because of a video that the MLB Network put out. That's where this what, what, my, what, my article what's, what's came the from. controversy about him? Nothing. What is it? It, oh, it was okay. about him because he grew up with a stuttering. A, a, it's a, a positive a, story. A oh, issue, cool. And how he worked with a reporter's son and gave him confidence. Yeah. So he, he was trending across Twitter yesterday. My Twitter. Not mm. your guys, you okay, know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. my Twitter, the sports Twitter. So what I'm saying I had is cocaine twist, like like trending on my Twitter today. Cocaine. Yeah, because of BC, right? Yeah. But again, that means masturbation was trending too. Just to let you. <laughs> but what I'm saying though is that because it was political. The reason though, and if and I bet you any money, if I go on the website and I click on both of our blogs there and look at the the data, that Pierre one is going to be it's going to be a monster compared to the sports ones I put out. Because that's who we are as a network. Because that's, that's what people click. Well, there's, that's what people want. It's not I, the only reason, though, right? I mean, he is also the person. But if you go on, but if you go on Crier though, and go on our news and politics, right? What's trending changes daily. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. In those categories, you know, what, those to... trending those trending things have been the same for weeks for the most part, and and they're not accurate. They they, they just aren't. Okay, so one go- of my articles as number one once, and I swear to God, like eighty people saw it. <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's not. Trust me, it's not. It's based it's- on the clicks. But what all I'm getting at is, is I used to have the full back end on the website. I used to look at the analytics. I know so what gets, I. Yeah. I know what. So you know what gets clicked on. You know yeah. what doesn't. 
I, and, I, I adjust yeah. to make it so that more people look at I, I cover politics. So in a way, I'm kind of like fortunate. But I try to like make that headline a clickable headline. I, I still believe in what I write when you get there, right? So I'm, you know, I'm fine with doing a headline. But like, you know, if your but I had like, this if your headline to... is like three ways to be less stressful at work, yeah, you know, it's it's not attractive for people to initially want to click on it. It just isn't. No? So very similar article on my job skills website has three hundred thousand clicks. Yeah, but do you think that's because? But it's a job of... skills website. Right, but it was organic. But it was, most of it came organically through Google. Yeah, but it's still a job. Like people, but are... we are. But we our stuff comes through social media. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I, Cryer, Cryer comes through social media. But Cryer comes yeah. through social media, and what are they going to click on social media? They're yes. going to click on the clickbaity. You know what yes. I mean? Shit. On that. On so that. Yeah. That's why I'm saying we are very. We could very easily become a different version of Rebel News. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, if well, we're not careful, I don't think yep. we are. I think Dean's no. well aware of this, and I, I don't think we are. And that, that doesn't mean that his actions have caught up with his concept and ideas necessarily, or whatever. Oh, no, and no, that's... I'm not even saying his actions. I'm no, not I know, even but listen, saying his but, actions. But what I'm saying, but at is the end that... of the day, at some point, at some point, they're going to say, Ray, don't write about George Springer because it doesn't do anything for the network. No, it that's doesn't... never going to happen. No. That's like, unless, unless unless some venture capitalist comes in and really funds yes. the fuck out of us, that I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. Breaking the, news. Yes, I, I think. Dean watching and told us to shut the fuck up. No, it's there. That that no. that's already my there. My impression is that there's room for okay. everything here, but yes, absolutely. What you're saying is the stuff that we know is clickish bait ish the, the, the stuff that draw you know it's like when you go to the corner store right milk is always at a regular price because it draws you in and you hope that when somebody's there you're gonna when somebody's there they're gonna buy something else that's an incredible markup but it's a draw so okay we have the clickbait so yes probably over time we're gonna have to keep an open eye well we're yeah. we're, we're like you know we're, I mean, I'm not on the board, so. <laughs> but I mean to make sure you know that that you have a standards or certain things that you won't do but I mean yes Obviously, you want if you can write your headline in a saucy way of sub, of some kind, absolutely. And if the content when you get there is good, that's okay. But I mean, I understand right, the concern. Don't, don't by put the way. pedo. Don't put pedo in a line. Yeah, like j just for the hell of it, right? Just to make sure you get there. I mean, you you have right. to have a limit. I, under, I understand I'm, the concern, but, like, I, but can I just like because I just want to say one thing because I understand the concern. I wouldn't be on this network if we were heading in that direction. They would not put up with what I do. They really here's, wouldn't. Here's, here's all I'm going to say. They didn't, they didn't put up with you, James. They didn't put up with you on the show, and they threw you off. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. Great, no, but actually, let's get away. I, hold on. But I, no, no, I, no, I, no. I, I, I quit before he had the chance to fire me. Go yes, but, but you I'm made not, a comment. I, okay. I need a chance to respond. So <laughs> I did, and I laughed at him because I was like, I only did that because I wanted to do it first. Go ahead. Okay. I'm not saying... <laughs> That crier's definitely going to go there. I'm saying we're at risk of going there. We're at so risk. That's one thing. We're at yes, risk. Of going yeah, we there. definitely are. Because I work for another company called Newsbreak, right? Like, let's let's put this sounds up. tickerish. Mm -hmm. I work for an app called Newsbreak, where I've actually sent Ryan my analytics the other day. Yeah, it's like, fucking insane. Like, I'm like, I looked at it and I went, "What the like, fuck am I doing?" My lowest, my lowest amount of videos, like a, a bad video for me, like shit, it didn't perform. Is thirty five hundred views? Like that's a mm. poor performing that's video bad. for me. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. I have a fourteen million view video on there. Do you know? Do you know what my videos are? Dog saves puppy from drowning. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that kind of makes me hate dog, every, that's that, that's everything I hate about the internet is what dog opens up okay. for Christmas gift. But you know what, James? I make I make and that's thirty five I make thirty five hundred bucks American a month. On that's great. Yeah. No, I'm so, not, I'm so not you can say and, and you know what you, and you know what Newsbreak says to me? They go, Ray, you're making us a shit ton of money. Keep doing it. Um my YouTube page, now the crier YouTube page. Yeah, um, no. it's they've deleted oh everything. I, I had a viral video yeah. on there, 14 million views, right? It was me um doing a voiceover reacting to an alligator getting out of its enclosure uh during feeding time 14 yeah. million views um so, six thousand subscribers from that video alone you know what i mean um so what i'm getting at is where i'm getting at with the whole news break thing this is not me being a, a douche right mm-hmm. it, it's what i'm saying is is i i produce clickbait content on a daily basis you know what i yeah. mean i produce so again my my fear is if we keep leaning to a side i'm not even saying a left or right but we keep leaning to one side there's a risk and all of us as creators are like that i'm already a clickbait creator that's what i'm saying i'm already but 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 you think crime media is trying to be a clickbait creator or but i think we want to click and have something quality i'm not saying that dean's gonna call us today and say guys tomorrow everybody's got to write a clickbait article right but if i find out james that you're getting 10,000 clicks an article and you're making, you know, this when when the company starts making money and you're making this much money and I'm writing my sports articles and I'm getting 2,000 clicks an article and I'm only making this much money. Well, at the end of the day, I don't do this for free. No. No, I mean, that's those it. Two jobs that's the are point. so different though. Like like the, the news break job and the crier job are, are barely the same universe. Do you know like it, in what it, sense? I mean, how how are you? It's a it's a media collective. How is it? How is it different? Newsbreak well, is a media con- collective. The, the, what did you say? What, give me the example again that you told us about the kind of content that you write for it. Just get, what did you say again? What was that article called? Oh, the videos. Yeah, yeah. But this yeah. is what I do. There's lots of lots and lots and lots of legitimate articles that other people make. Right. But the I I learned commentary is is kind of like it, it's I don't know. Is it the same as um, dog wears a a funny vest? Like is is it the same ecosystem? Do you know what I mean? I'm just curious, I, like, because I don't think it is. I think one is like, it's. Do you do you think that I'm a 13 year old girl that reacts to TikTok videos on a regular? You know what I mean? I realize that I was just talking about. No, 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 no. But what I'm oh. getting at is, I realize as a creator, I started on Newsbreak as a sports guy. I was the exact same as what I did on Crier. I started exactly the same, coming up and doing these deep analytics and analysis, and I was getting a thousand views, and I was doing okay, and then. Um, one aggregated day, content repackaged it makes more money than original content and comment. Yeah. And, Why and, are we here? And guys? coming over and taking viral. And at the but, end of the but day, but if we go to that bad side, then we're going to go closer to news break than we are to where we are. Is right that now. A, is that a bad side? Is it a bad side to not do like um, uh, endless content the on the convoy? Side. Like uh, we'll do endless content on convoy fucking truckers showing up in cities. Or are we going to do something that actually like moves along and and actually satiates people that are trying to get away the eighty percent of this fucking country that doesn't want to watch convoy news? What are we doing? We're ranting our dirty laundry in public. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking right. We are, and I'm I fine with it. Should. I know, but just like you know, long term. The, the think of Ryan for tomorrow. Of tomorrow, is he going to be like? Yes, I'm. You're absolutely. To- uh, James, James, do you remember Ryan of a week ago? Yeah, Ryan yeah, of a week well, ago didn't work for Cryer. 
I know, but because of this, and, right? Yeah, right, no, but, I'm, but, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with having these conversations out loud if, if things aren't going to change. I and, just really and, think that it's probably best for all involved, including the network itself, if maybe we put and talked about something. That's all I'm saying. Like, right. you know, we, we've set our points. Your show. You know, we, yeah, well, we've set our points. Um, I want to hear. I want to hear Douglas's point on Karima, though. Yeah, what, please. What, where were we wrong on that? I. I think with Karima, there's a difference between being a provocateur. Wait, hold on, guys. I'm going to do everyone a favor right now. Hold on. Watch this. Watch this. This is going to make everyone happier. I know it is. Uh, Go ahead, Douglas. You know what? He's an HD, too. He does. (laughs) Let your hair down and take off your shirt, Douglas. Okay, go on. Go ahead. You mean like this? Oh, my God. Look at him. Look how much power I have. Just a little. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's enough. Nobody needs to see that. Okay, Um, so there's a difference between being a provocateur and being provoking, you know, having a work that's provoking. Now, anything that you do in the world, once you do it and once you put it out there, no longer belongs to you, right? People are going to react to it however they react. You have to detach yourself from it, right? If if you remain invested in it, you're going to just take things too hard. So she goes someplace, she holds up a camera, Yes, there are some choices that she makes editorially when she puts it all together, but she doesn't go in with a preset narrative. She goes and she puts it out and then people don't like what they see. Now, she keeps showing up. I mean, she's provocative in the sense that she's made this her beat. She's the only journalist, actual or independent, who has made this her beat. Nobody knows this. She's provocative in person when she documents these events for exactly what you just said. Her presence is provocative because of this. She's the one that that stayed. Her her presence serves as like the conduit between like um, herself and the ridiculous irrational position of the people that want her not to walk around a public sidewalk. And they don't realize how unhinged that sounds. They don't understand that when you kettle Karima with banners, six people, so that they block her movement, that if those flags said Diagalon instead of drag queens or whatever they said, that they would immediately see it as basically an act of violence and, and stopping someone's freedom of movement. And they're all hypocrites. And, and, and Karima's like the glitch in the matrix, exposing the hypocrisy in real time for us. And that's why I think what she does is important. Yeah, I really, that, yeah. that is why she's important. But the thing is that because she keeps on, there's a difference between, right? What's your origin story? I guess she's provocative now because she's the one who stayed. When everybody else left and lost interest in them, she kept staying. So it was like, why are you still here? Why are you still here? I mean, that thing we saw today, right? Where she's in the hallway and that lady comes in and says that property management doesn't want you here. You got to, I'm sorry, but it's like, I don't know if you looked at me, but uh, I saw Mississippi 1958 all over again. Oh, don't, don't, you know what? Maybe that person might have been a horrible person, but you know what it really is? Those, really, but really those bad were the vibes. It was, was those really, were the vibes. It doesn't matter you what the vibe undesirable. was. The decision was made because bah. they fear I... the disruption that may take place inside the arena. And they don't want people to call them but, racist, but they're like, but we're not going to allow them to, their false labels to make us not have her kicked but, out. Like, but it's know, not, right? It's not, savvy. it's not anything she does. 
It's her mere presence. That's right. Because she stayed. It's their reaction to her. She is not responsible for their reaction to her. Correct. There we go. Yeah. And they both act identically. The left, far left, do uh, like react to her presence and her presence alone. And so do um, the conservatives, uh, you know, uh, the conservative party of Ontario. It's the same thing. So when you're standing there, when you're standing, and here's the thing also is that she applied for those tickets. She applied under her name. You have to be living under a rock if you're in this in these political circles now, and not know who she is. And they send her tickets anyway. Do and then they, they bring her. Me- so it's not Do you like think they had a meeting beforehand, Douglas, where they were like, "How can we make Karima more popular?" Well, it's not that. Oh, but, I know, but no, no. But listen, <laughs> they're getting something out of it too. That's what I that, said. That video they disagreed with me, but I said the exact same thing. That video that's going on, Karima gets some use out of it. Yes, but they get some use out of it too. That second that video comes out, they're fundraising off that like crazy. I don't yep. think they are. I don't think Karima is no, well known enough. I, oh I, yes, I, I think yes. it was a mistake politically. I think that uh, they are making Karima more popular. It is a mistake. It is a yeah. mistake politically. But right now, right, because their side is about winning the nanosecond. Right. Yeah. They have to win every single nanosecond. So they get this little nanosecond. They get this little video. They go out. They say, "Look, we got her. We got you know, like this. We fundraise." But the thing is, is that they give her fundraise off of. They they get. Oh yeah, yeah. They fundraise off her. They give her tickets. They make her come. Mm. They know who she is. They make her come there, and then they deny her. And then she can't be. She's denied access to the room, so she says she can wait out there. Mm -hmm. And then someone else comes in, does the tag team, and then pushes her out. Don't tell me this is a lunch counter nineteen fifty eight again. Now you're giving now you're giving them way too much credit for some automated online processing thing that everyone got that they didn't. No, 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 no. Giving to Kareem. No, no, no. No, no, no. Nope. No, we no. can agree to disagree. Agree. It, it Not with be... the Conservative Party of Canada. They have the system down from since Harper. Nope. You are dehumanizing an entire swath of Canadians, my friend. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, I, you're entitled to that opinion. You, it's Canada. You have a constitutional right to be wrong. But nope. From what Karima said when she ordered the things, she basically described the same thing. Like, you have to fill in the fields and stuff, but no one's, like, monitoring the fields and be like, Oh, Karima just did it. Like, you know, she it's it's easy to slip through the cracks in that situation. I mm. I, I know. But, I know but, it's more fun but, to think. But about. when we're asking about the differences, the differences are the levels of, and the standards to which we held hold ourselves and the mirror test. When it's us alone and a mirror, we know what we did. And if we can live with that, we're fine. To raise point from right? earlier, maybe what's your cartoons are the reason why she's not being allowed into these things and not how she is in live events. That was that was Ryan's point. I didn't even know Krima did cartoons, so I can't I can't take credit for that. Yeah, well, well see, there's there's the work Good and there's point, what then, you Ryan. do with yeah. the work again. And yes, but what she does with the work, she puts out the cartoons for that. But when she is there and when she is present and when she is with these people, regardless of the people. So if you see someone's work. And then that person comes to your event and you start treating them like trash because you don't like their work, even though the that person you're dealing with is treating you like they would treat every other decent person. The problem is not the person. The problem is you having a problem with their presence. And why do you have a problem with their presence? You can't distinguish One, because they are from speaking, Antifa Because they, they are putting they a mirror to, to you Kuma. because they are saying truth that happens to be unflattering and you do not like that. Is it the fact that she is not white? That probably has something to do with it. Is it the fact that she's female? Do you female? really think that's it, though? Do you really think those two things are the thing? 
Sorry. Douglas, sorry. do you really I, think I, that's I, it? I, I, yeah, I, I would just like to be able to get through two or three minutes. <laughs> uh, is it because she's... Wait, you're not the me. nicest person in the world anymore. James, no. please. <laughs> I'm just saying. Go ahead. I just said it 30 seconds ago. Do you really ahead, think buddy. that's it? Is though, it because Douglas, she's like, uppity seriously? and doesn't know her place and is overeducated? All these things that they have a problem. That probably has everything in there. There's We're bathing in a, in a, in a mix of toxic stuff. I, I the fact totally is that she keeps showing up. Because, and it's their reactions to her showing up that keeps on changing. And as you say, James, over time, because over time, if you're playing the long game, there's going to be a shit file that is built because she has all of this documented. Yeah. Because, I, I, and there's going to be something that's undeniable. There's going to be a narrative that's going to come up after the long time. And the narrative is, is that, you know, why is this? Particular, why is this one particular citizen being singled out it's, for such special exclusionary treatment? Because the cartoons. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not because it's one particular person. It's it's one particular person that has a a a, 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 a social media following. It's 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 not it's racism one, that that makes it's kind like, it's it killing is, me it's, that it's not racism. It's part of it for a certain part of it, but it's, it's a lack part. of political savvy. What they are doing is thinking to themselves that if we deny her presence, we're mitigating the risk of a possible disruption. And what like they don't you said, real, what they don't realize is that by banning her, they make her more popular and they make themselves look weak. You get the Streisand effect. Yeah. People want so, to know more. They right. draw more attention to it. Right. So but yeah, it's not I racism mean, that's motivating the conservatives. You think it there's really a racist is. element here, though, Douglas? Seriously, as, some, as, yes, sorry, James, right? you're right. Because you can't you can't speak about everyone, but there do are. Do you think that's people. what's? Do you think that's what's driving them to not allow her into um, an event? Whether it whether the individual people they know it plays too. That's the too people abstract. who are sending the money, like this. When they watch that, their nipples get hard. So what about the, what about like as I don't know and if you walls. saw the oh, second no. the, the second seven minute video that Karima put up. Where she was, uh, her camera, her camera guy was actually panning the crowd, and there was a brown guy laughing at her getting kicked out. Um, is he just like an Uncle Tom? Is that what's going on here, or what's happening? Was he? I I don't know. That's, what yeah, this that's is what right. I mean. How can we? You, you, you with, without somebody them. coming out can and saying that? I'm sorry. I, I, I was but, that, but that's the thing at this network is that we can ask her. What did you just say? What did you? What, 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 I, I missed that example. You, Ryan. What did you just Me. say? What, so, yeah. so when Krima in her second video, when when uh, what's his name, Josh, or it's some weird white name, that guy, that the, the security guy, Todd, <laughs> that shows up and throws Zach. out of everything. Zach. Zach. That's it. Yeah, Zach. Yeah. So Zach comes. And it, and escorts her and her camera person out, and they're leaving, and she's talking to him, and she's panning the crowd, and and Zach was, let's let's all be real, he was very polite, even though he was given a mandate to get her the fuck out of the building, mm-hmm. which was I'm not saying it was right, but as she's panning and she's going out and she's leaving right at the door, there's a brown guy that's laughing at them being thrown out of the event like like laughing at them as they're leaving so is this was that brown guy just some like uncle tom that was put at the post to like like seriously we can't we gotta stop fucking we gotta stop 
labeling this Sorry, as a race why thing. Why is that relevant that a brown guy was laughing? That, yeah, I'm not Be, saying relevance. Why? Because because we're, we're trying to say it's because she was a brown lady that she was thrown out of a Pierre Pelliev rally. No, it's not. Because, well, that's, no. Or, 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 or even if it was just even a fraction of it to it say that it's driving his base that a brown lady is being thrown out. Well, there's brown people being invited in. We can't say that. That's not fair. That's not a fair assessment. You're not understanding. He's driving the portion. There's a portion of the base that swings CPC and PPC. That's the portion of the base he's desperately trying to keep because if he loses that three or four percent, he cannot win. That's projection. That's fucking horrible. Thing makes the nipples hard. That's why he came out today with another Jordan Peterson support thing. Douglas, that's a data insight more so than a motivation. I think what that is, yeah. what you're talking, what you're talking about is like, hey, you know what? We're not going to let her in because we didn't, we don't want to risk her disrupting this event. Oh, and guess what? Just as a bonus, um, we might be able to fundraise off of it because some people are racist against brown people. I could see that. That could have been a conversation. Yeah. But that's an after effect byproduct. Let's, I don't think yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So let's have a conversation absolutely. about it. But let's not let, let's not look at it as a motivating factor. And and even even to inter even in, to enter it into the conversation of the motivating factor of her being asked to leave these rallies, the motivating is, factor is literally is... the antifa thing, the antifa foe, antifa fucking agenda that she fucking rallies against. The motivating ultra lefties, guys. Imagine a caucus meeting. She keeps showing up. <laughs> Doug, Douglas, the motivating a... factors that she keeps showing up. Yeah. and she holds up a mirror. And but imagine the caucus meeting if that was true, and no. you'd, you'd hear We're this. We're losing one, the plot. Hold on, guys. You'd hear this once a day. Shh, Lesman Luce is coming. Shh, stop. No, no. You know but you I mean? just said, you you, Ryan. You just said that the motivating factor can't be the race, and I'm saying that the motivating factor is not the race. My, the motivating factor is that she keeps on showing up and her level of professionalism. Yes. and there are people a, within that movement for whom the fact that she's a woman and of a different race, it doesn't help. It's because yeah, they don't yeah, want her yeah, to disrupt the event. That's all it is. You're projecting. You're projecting an but ideology not on somebody that's not right? there. It's people's reactions to her and why are they reacting to they her? They wouldn't let me in, Douglas. Yeah, but it's, it was the same thing. I'm going to go on Sunday. It's, it's like, literally four minutes from my house. I'm going to show her, up. I know. I guarantee you, I'll get invited in. It'll be fine. Yes, but because, there have been other events where where she's gone to, and they say, "No, we won't let you in. We don't we, because we don't like your." She intention. has a reputation as a provocateur, fair or not. It doesn't matter. Anything else of that is secondary. I, yes, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that just because people have called you a provocateur doesn't mean you are one. Just because you do but things she is that are one. provoking does not mean she's, you are provocateur. She's a provocateur. She's, she's a one-of-a-kind person who is civil in public and a provocateur behind closed doors. And I love, and that's what I kind of like about her. You know, uh, that, but, but it's not behind closed doors because she shares it to her audience of 60,000 Twitter followers. But she's and however many I... hundreds of thousands of people on, on every other uh, social media platform she has. We need to stop putting this duality on 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 her and saying that she's just there to document things while she comes back and creates content out of it okay, you need to be the, either one or the other you own it or you she's, don't own it but that's what we all do i don't know we all what, do it's just not like this she is where the it. rebel and this is where the rebel thing comes in, in, in into play and i fucking hate them they're a bunch of fucking assholes you're but absolutely we- right but they show up with the same rights as a Canadian citizen, brown or white, showing up at a fucking event 
to be there to just cover it, and they're asked to leave. Yes, but they don't go to left-wing events as well and treat them with kid gloves like they do the right. Karima goes to left-fringe events and right-fringe events and treats everyone as equals, and that's why she's different. That's why she's a different kind Until of she gets home and puts the, car- or the cartoons out. Okay, I have to look over the card. So there's not no, one tr- Trudeau no. criticism? Not one? No. No. No, there is not. And that's the point. This maybe is what I'm likes- saying. Okay, okay. Well, maybe she likes to. This is where we should probably pivot to something else. That All right, let's pivot to something else because this is getting fucking angry. I, and I swear to God, like I, I, I can't wait for you guys to wake up tomorrow and go and fucking research this and realize oh, you, what, what, what I'm say saying. Wake is- up, sheeple, to us? Is that no. what you just said to us? No, I said wake up tomorrow. I would wait, never wait, call you guys sheeple. Uh, I would call you lambs. You're my like precious little baby lambs. But that's it. Just stop putting the blinders on because yes, what if she morally. Just really likes Trudeau. What if she just really likes Trudeau? What if she's just sure? A Trudeau fan? Fine, yeah. then come out and fucking say it, and fucking say it. Stop being. Stop pretending not, you're I'm, some I'm, sort I'm of centrist. Under, uh, fucking... Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. I, I love you, but I'm not going to understand why you are speaking as if Kareem is the problem here. I I, I never said she was. I never said this was a problem. I don't. I but I. I but at no, the same no, no, time, no, no, but we, you're focusing on the fact that she takes the content that she gathers and produces some work out of it yep. that some people find yep. provoking because they don't like what they see in it. That does the, not make her a provocateur. No, the 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 problem, Douglas, was that we had we 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 were talking about the um uh how, how hypocritical it is for us to come out here. And keep push, pushing content that's laughing, laughing in the face of people like Rebel News who do the exact same fucking thing. We exact, don't do the exact same, same thing. But we fucking, don't. You're absolutely right, they do. Okay, so you looked at us as an infographic and Rebel News is an infographic. How much would be slanted to the right on Rebel News versus how much would be slanted to the left on Cryer Media? All right. Let's let's 100%. honestly let's honestly answer that. That's not including your show, James. Let's oh, let's you. honestly answer that. Like Let, well, no, ever. not including your not show. Including you, Cal Ripken. No, I'm saying you're the fucking actual balance. You piece of shit. Listen, to I me. know that's what I'm saying. So let's look so. at let's look at the True North Eager Beaver podcast for one. Yeah. How much criticism does the True North Eager Beaver podcast do of the liberal government? When there's something to criticize, we did. We said that on C21, they tripped in the flowers of the carpet. We said that the liberals' number one fault okay. is whenever. So you they guys do a daily, you a guys lead. do a daily podcast, Douglas, a daily podcast every day that runs for about an hour to two hours a day. Mm-hmm. How many hours of those do you think are criticizing the liberal government? Not very many because, again, exactly. This is what I'm saying. But we criticize when there's something to criticize. There's always, and all things are not equal. (laughs) When some power, some one person is trying, no, no, Ryan, please. When one person is trying to subvert the democracy, the fact that Greg Fergus, for example, wrote a letter in a breach of ethics in support of a TV station. Because he got promoted up from from wherever he was who? to parliamentary secretary. See who? But the conservatives made made fundraised uh, over that. We don't talk about that as a big because right now somebody's trying to freaking subvert Stop, their freaking democracy. Stop. So I mean, you got to make some priorities along the way here. No, no, no. But, uh, the, the, exactly. Okay. So there's one of somebody in buttfuck Idaho. What? Um, okay. So there's one. Keep going. Keep going on what? On the liberal, 
This is what I mean. There's a narrative. In, there's a narrative. The reform bill, the way they introduced the amendment, it was a total, total fuck up. SNC Lavalin, who have drafted a, a way to have in the law that somebody can talk to the Minister of Justice about a non political way without putting some guardrails as to how the conversation <laughs> will take place without having an ethics thing. It's fucking stupid. Okay, that. Douglas, Douglas, time out. Ray? I do it all the time. Right. Okay. Hold yeah, on, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, James. The, this, James, this, I think this, you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say to Ray. Go ahead. Um, do 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 you want like to but, like get a pizza delivered to your house or anything? Like, is there is there But like, can... here, this like I Wait, agree Douglas, that we need to on, move. I agree that we need to move on from can another pretend, topic. Can we just pretend just for a moment that I have some control make... over this show, Douglas? Just for just for a moment, I just want to have some some. The isolation is on Ray right now. We're doing an aside, yes. Ray. What is frustrating you right now, my friend? Or are you just fucking bored with Casual Friday? Uh, no, I've just... This is the longest political conversation I've ever had. Yeah. And, and this and is it, what I'm saying. So so Ray is Ray is a, a very good picture of our fucking audience right now. Okay? Ray is the perfect fucking picture of the people that consume digital fucking media. And this is what happens when we do this. And we're doing it. Just as fucking bad as Rebel News does it. So we need to fucking stop it. I'm the only good no. guy. Isn't that amazing? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Unless we're actually no. having some sort of a constructive criticism of both sides of fucking issues. No. This is the, like what we're doing is absolutely no. fucking you're, terrible. You're making you're making the both sides thing. And no, this is not a yes. both sides. No, 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 it's no, no, literally no, no, we are no, no, leaning. No, 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 I'm talking no, about the way no, we no, lean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. The reason why we don't spend as much time criticizing one as the other is just the sheer level of volume, the number of the amount of bullshit coming from. I used to believe that, too, Douglas. I used to. Uh, I totally. Ryan, I've been very patient in this conversation so far. I'm having difficulty getting more than two minutes. Also, you're really saying angry. He is. Let's Mm. this many times in this conversation. There's been someone that suggested that it's time to move on. No, right. that's you in Ray's the chat. There. I get it. I get it. On. You're trying to move on, but we're having a Let's very constructive. We're having a we're very not, constructive we're not at this moment. We're not, conversation. We're not at this moment. And there's a difference between being equal and being truthful, but not neutral. Because I believe in being truthful. I don't believe in neutral. I don't believe in giving equal time to intolerance. I don't believe to give, giving equal time to people who weaponize the things that are good about us to use them against us. I don't believe in that. I guess so. I don't believe in saying that we are the same as rebel. There no, is we're not. There are difference. I'm not saying we're intent. the same. I'm saying the way that we but yes, we're approaching we content. But yes, we are hypocrites because so we are humans and we are all. What do we flawed. do? But how do we, how do we, we fix try that? to be better. How we notice I, I it. You we own up when we make mistakes. You give me a big budget. You know, like I think. No, no, but we own up. How do we? we how do we do that? We acknowledge. Like this, if somebody calls us calls us to it, we don't automatically reject it. We take some time to consider: Do they maybe have a point? How did we come off? There is a difference in how we how we also, treat information. What we to, get it. There's a limit. There are certain things we will not do. There are certain guests we will not put on. There are certain topics we. If somebody goes somewhere, we'll say, you know what? That's the bridge too far. So there, there, there that. so limits. that's that's James's that's James's big fucking red X right there. How no, dare no, you not James bring somebody it. on to talk to them? Even no, but James you know what, though? Rebel, this is this is the main difference between Rebel and Cryer. Rebel's business plan includes the content they choose and why they choose it as a monetary strategy. Cryer uses humor and edginess. 
It is not part of a machine to make money because of this, that, and the other thing with the back-end stuff like Rebel has. Remember that guy that we had on the Dean Blundell show, that, that, that good-looking blonde guy there that was talking about what it was like to work there and everything? And, and, and you know, he was saying, like, Ezra was all about charts and metrics and fucking Who would, profits. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Who would you not have on your show, Douglas? Would you would have Pierre Polyev on your show? I would absolutely have him on my show. All right, so who wouldn't you have on your show? Ryan Lindley when he's drunk. Apparently. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, I've been I, on that I, show I, drunk I, many times. Thank you. I'd, I'd have to give a seriously think think about it. I mean, I'm sure there are certain. Well, you brought that. You you up. brought it up. So who are we not having on the show? I certainly didn't bring it up as a main point or some like something critical. Well, and this is I'm what just I'm saying, saying that there's standards. There are certain people that we wouldn't have. I don't, I can't think of one off the top of my head at 1157 at Ryan, night. I think you should find a bump of cocaine. But I'm sure. But what I'm saying is. I think you're right, James. I think you're absolutely I'm kidding, Ryan. I'm kidding. No, no. But what I'm saying is like. No you, way. You have people in your don't show leave, that. People, Ryan, that's not fair. When you announce them, people they'll fall all over you and go, why would you have them? Right? Dean had Derek, what's his name? On People go, why the hell would you have him? And it's. Right. I, I uh, when the whole thing like with that. the conservatives was going down, I had um, Bert's Chen who was on the who was on the the conservatives national right. national board. You know, I mean, <laughs> just kidding. If they'll come, we will have them, right? And we will treat them with decency, we will respect, we will hear what they have to say, like this. But like, History? I'm not sure that 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 happens the other way. Douglas, history will look at this era as like the most ridiculous, um, like pearl clutching era of all time yes absolutely you know like like a pulitzer prize can be given to a reporter for interviewing osama bin laden one of the biggest mass murderers in our modern history but i can't interview fucking max bernier are you fucking kidding (laughs) you can such a weird you can because like i said it's it's not logical the way people react to what it is that you do is not on you Totally. And so whenever someone tells me I'm platforming someone controversial, I'm just like, I think you mean interview. And then that, and then that's, I just leave the conversation there. But, but it's, uh, that's why I'm saying it's, it's not controversial because you interviewing someone is not con- who happens to have controversy surrounding them is not controversial. But no, it the is, interview, the interview is controversial because right. something would have happened in the interview that is controversial. But the yep. rebel <laughs> interview is controversial. It always is. The Rebel One is always controversial because it's always like pressure pointing all the emotional reactions of their base, you know, with race or refugees or fucking like Trudeau or, you know, vaccines and da da da. And they're trying to make him angry and fearful all the time. Yeah. And I think, and I think Cryer is trying to use humor and be edgy and to like be provocative and stuff. But I don't, but there's no me- uh, like mechanism and, and business model of monetary whatever Ray? behind it. Like, can we use some of that to do that? Ray, Ray? Hang on. And, yes. Let, Ray, Ray hasn't talked in a long time. Say, it's been about 15 minutes since I've said anything. Yeah. And can I, you not look bored on the podcast though? That's bad. <laughs> it's a bad look. Like, no, but, <laughs> but I've, I've listened to what you guys have said and I've really taken it in. And I think this is an important comment. I prefer soft serve ice cream to just like the regular out of the freezer ice cream. I, I agree. What and, was your favorite Tom and, Hanks and movie? I, and I think that soft serve is just it's it's fucking superior over everything. I it just want to get that in. Satisfying. I totally agree. I, I like the swirl. Totally you yes, are you yeah, It's highly processed, and you can see the little tiny dots of ice chippy. That's where all the flavor is. That's right. 
That's where they store all the flavor. <laughs> That's where all the goodness is in those little tiny dots. That wouldn't the be the same part. if you didn't have them, man. <laughs> Do you guys know what that's from? What movie is this from? That was the best part. Shawshank, remember the, twi- the twitchy fuck? They, oh, pinned yeah. it on, they pinned it on some banker and the chicky was food. <sighs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. <sighs> I love that movie. So do you know that Shawshank did awful in the in the box office? Have you ever heard Shawshank. Morgan? Have you ever heard Morgan Freeman talking about it? What Shawshank did a bad in the box office? Yeah, yeah. it did yeah, way better did. after. And oh, and wow. one of the biggest reasons they said is one of the number one promotions that people have for movies is word of mouth, right? Yeah. And he said nobody could say Shawshank Redemption. They were to be like, Shawshank. Wow. And they said, nobody could say <laughs> the name we, of it. We gotta stop pulling to Mississippi, Randy. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Like, fuck, that's terrible. Shawshank? It's literally phonetic. Like, <laughs> come on. Andy Dufresne was a bird that couldn't be caged. <laughs> walked it's the most the quotable like movie ever. A, like, walked around the yard like he didn't have a care in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like a stiff wind would blow him over. He didn't he know the name of that lady of singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I don't understand how, but I do understand how that is. Um, a cinema. What's 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 the actual term? Cine, uh, Cinnabon? Cin, a Cinnabon? No, a cinematic um, anomaly. Cinema in in uh where it became a cult classic afterwards yeah the shining did the same thing yeah um you know like where it was it It happens in music sometimes yeah it takes forever for people to soak it in right so you know it's the worst and shittiest fucking most like pleb fucking example was napoleon dynamite the first time I watched it, I said, this is the worst thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. And my friend, I swear to God, my friend Jeff, I don't smoke weed. And my friend Jeff, who smokes a lot of weed, said to me, you got to watch it again. I'm like, I, why? You, just watch it again. Just watch it one more time. Yeah. And I watched Can't it again. And it was off. one of the most funniest fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> as soon as somebody says, just snap out of it, pay attention. And it's like, holy fuck, this is really funny. The same goes for for Donnie for Darko very... had that kind of life cycle too as a movie. Yeah, it was more popular after it came out. The word of mouth was like, no, no, you have to watch Donnie Darko. Like, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I totally understand it. I, I get it. I and it was funny. It was it was for a comedy movie, but when you when you move it into the the important, um. Shawshank, like that, that 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 genre of movie, like that drama. It was yeah. like, oh shit, I get it. I, I get why we need to 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 kind of give it a another that chance. Was, that was a good few years for movies. Like The Green Mile, oh, yeah. I think, was around that time, and Forrest yeah. Gump was around that time. There was all these like really interesting movies about prison and American culture and all that. Dude, the first time I saw Forrest Gump, I was like, this is one of the greatest movies of all time. Like, it, it you know. So, the- so speaking of Forrest Gump, though. I always love to think of the your favorite Tom Hanks movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but uh, no, Mama said that my magic shows. You know, you know they wanted they wanted John Travolta for that, right? They wanted to play Forrest. Yeah, and he decided to go next. John Travolta as that mob boss in New York, and then he went off to do. uh, He he went to go do 
um, Pulp Fiction instead. And that's why Tom yeah. Hanks ended up getting same with uh, Indiana Jones. They wanted Tom Stelic to be in to be indie. And but he it's hard was hard to imagine, but he was you know, locked in. It, it could have worked in an alternative universe. You never know. You know, I don't wow. think that mustache would have gotten in the way. I think Stelic totally could have pulled off Indiana Jones. I don't That's know. That's not the only thing that got in his way. <laughs> but I don't think John Travolta could have pulled off Forrest Gump the way oh, God, no. Tom Hanks Dude, did. There's oh. a John Gotti movie that was made like 20 years ago where, where that lead actor just nailed it as John Gotti. Just fucking nailed it. It was basically John Gotti. It was like the way Val Kilmer was Jim Morrison. And then all of a sudden, George Travolta announces a project. I'm going to play John Gotti because apparently the casting director is blind and stupid. <laughs> you know, it was. Awful. Can I go around the horn on this one? Yeah, don't um, ask. Just do it. Security blanket. Warm fuzzy movie that anytime it's on the TV, what stays on every time? And, and commercials doesn't matter. You could totally stream it, but you're like, fuck it, it's on TV. I'm leaving it on. Douglas, what's yours? Oh my, uh, Greece. 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 I've never seen the movie. <gasps> I've never actually that watched the... That is the, the gayest in- answer I've ever heard, by the way. I have never watched the movie Greece. Greece. It, I swear to God, the, I've never the seen the it. Tony Award it, explain, music. It, it maybe explains why it is that I am gay in part. because <laughs> Maybe. Like if I watch I it, will I be gay? I came out, so it's, I'm a disco baby. I'm a disco baby. I was born All in right. Hey, hey, what's your favorite music? <laughs> it's got to be the, the elevator music in John Waters' building. Oh, my God. It's James, so what's yours? Like if it's on TV, you won't change. Like or it's on in the background for for noise because it's just nice. I don't know inter interracial dream six, probably. No, I'm just that's um, not a regular movie. I'm sorry. I, I know. Um, <laughs> it's all in black and white. <laughs> get it? Yeah, no? I get it. Okay. Um, I don't know. Stand by me, probably. Like, okay. Yeah, with you the know parameters what? Parameters of feeling good under a blanket. That'd be stand by me. I haven't watched that movie in fucking 20 years. You know what? It I stands might watch the test that. of time. It does. It, Again. It doesn't feel dated. It really doesn't. Ray, Except what's for the yours? fact that you know Corey Feldman is going to be on camera sometime. And then it gets... <laughs> Ray, what, what's, your, what's your movie? Is it called... Is it Lean on Me? With, stand uh, by. Oh, yes. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Lean, yes. lean on Me. Stop. Joe Clark. Joe the Clark, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Don't you smoke crack? Don't you smoke crack? Oh, shh. I love the principle that like, she was just like the right amount of mean. I was surprised she wasn't nominated for an Oscar. I thought for sure she was going to get an Oscar nomination that year. I love that I like, movie. Do you guys, Ray and uh, Ryan, because I don't think this yeah. probably applies to you, Douglas. But I have an answer, you, but go ahead. Did you ever like, like, was there a part of you that used to or still does like kind of like mean women a little bit? You know, just a little bit. Me? Like women, uh, like women that sorry, are a little what? bit like tough and kind of especially like. Old, especially, do you I, I, love, wife? I love old ladies who swear. Yeah, for me, for me, it's uh, intellectual was always a big thing. Like my wife challenges me. Like we have a lot of deep Same. discussions. I needed that. I, if you asked her to be mean to you, could she pull it off? Could she sell it? That's the question. Uh, my wife is more like me. It's a lot of passive aggressiveness. We just drive each other. She'll sit there and we'll be fighting, and she'll look at me and say. I'm trying to have a rational conversation right now, and you're <laughs> the one getting upset, and yeah. then I'll go through the roof. You did but, that, doing that all night here, you, by the you way. Did that, you, did that, you did that on this podcast already, Ray, when you sat there and was like, how can I look incredibly bored? How can I do that? Oh, I know. <laughs> I was listening to you guys. That wasn't me being passive-aggressive. That was this, Guys, I have ADHD, okay? So when, when, focusing. 
me swinging around my arms and doing this and looking in the air, that's just my I saw ADHD. people complaining about your chair swing, and I'm telling you, I'm watching you, and I'm do- I've am i noticed I'm doing the same thing, and I love it. That's just my I ADHD, though, guys. Like, I'm always fidgeting a movie, and I just... Uh, I'm the yeah. same. Unfortunately, unfortunately, my movie's right, good, if, fellas. And, by the way, everybody, I, yes, the feel oh. good. The feel well, good. it's funny. <laughs> Goodfellas is my favorite movie of all time, but it never comes yeah. on TV. That's why. It's I don't also, do you remember said, we? Someone said the parameters were cozy, feel good under a blanket. Yeah, that's, that's no, why. And, and that is for me. I'm sorry, but that is for me. And I'm telling you, and I'll tell you why. Story, you're a psychopath. Um, <laughs> Ray, oh. we talked about this on our show, Ray. TBS right. used to play Goodfellas oh, like every yeah. other fucking week, mm-hmm. and I used to love it. Was uh, I'm be, be like, yeah, it's staying on, and I'll leave it on. I'll leave the commercials on. I don't care. I Do loved I... Ray Liotta, right? And I loved Robert. De- uh, uh, what kind of person yeah. are you, Henry? Do I amuse you? Do I amuse you? Am I a clown? What am I a clown? I'm here to amuse it's you. Just, just I make you, you laugh. Story. No, it's just the way you tell the story. That's it. I make you laugh. Tell, tell, I'm a clown. You're just, you're I'm just here a to funny guy. You. You're just a funny get, guy. No, but how? Yeah. Well, get the fuck out of here, Tommy. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, it yo, was he, the painting. I it was the painting. I almost had him. He was shaking. It's the painting. It's <laughs> the painting with his mom. That's like uh, you really are a funny guy. Sorry, I still yeah. Know it was the word. painting with the mom, and I found out afterwards that that is an actual painting of Robert De Niro with his dogs in a canoe. It doesn't yeah, that was like the best thing. I <laughs> yeah. one's looking this way, one's this looking dog, this way, the this other. Dog, he's like, "What the fuck you want from me?" This dog you know? goes this way. This dog goes the other way. This guy's like, "What do you want from me? What do you want from me?" <laughs> I, 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 Scorsese I, I, and oh my De Niro. God, there's no, so there's no better combination in Hollywood than, than Scorsese Agreed. and De Niro. It, it's and yeah. I, I'll throw Pesci in there as well. I think that's the the that trio. I thought you were it, having Pesci on the show. Listen. I sometimes regret it immediately when I say things out loud that haven't like like been solidified yet. So uh-huh. I'm you're going to get Pesci. Yeah, he was getting Pesci. I don't want to talk the energy out of it. He's doing it. <laughs> I'm going to have him. Casino, Casino is another good one that they did I together. I love Casino. I can't oh, watch his mm, death scene. Great. I can't watch dude, the baseball dude, thing. Dude, the best scene in that fucking movie, though, I'm telling you, is when they're sitting in fucking Robert De Niro's apartment and he's talking with the banker and he goes, so let me get this straight. I come down to your bank, and uh, I just I just want to get my money out. And he's like, "It's gone. It's uh, there, there's no money." And he says, "I I I, I don't get that." So so I, I what if I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come down there and I'm gonna crack your fucking head open, <laughs> and then just as you're coming out of your coma, <laughs> I, it's the best. Seen and you see the guy just shitting his pants. My and, and that, whoever that was, I don't even know who that was that, that that played that. It was like a B-roll actor guy. His face was so convincing of fear from Joe Pesci. And uh, you know what's going to happen when just as you're coming out of your coma, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to come down there and I'm going to crack your fucking head open again. Which is a rendition <laughs> of that Goodfellas story where he's like, so "I come good. to who is it? Does that prick again?" And he's like, he's like, "What do you know?" And he's like, "Shut off." Remember? It's so it's good. Thing. Yeah, no, it's there's so just good. there's so many good scenes. when they catch the guys cheating, um, <sighs> playing blackjack. Yeah, and the, and the one yeah. guy looks like Dana Car Dana Carvey, and he's <laughs> yes. you know? like a fat Dana Carvey. Yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah. like uh, he's you know just like okay, do you want the do you want the cash or do you want the hammer? I'll just I'll just, or do you want oh yeah do you want to do you want 
do you want the cash and the hammer or do you want to just leave i just want to leave okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe i'll just go i'm so sorry sir i'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, look what they did to my casino hair, was man. casino was a fucking that was a violent a violent movie mm. but it was so like it was all based on true events right so it was like yeah. Fuck. Sharon Stone was the type of woman so, in that movie that I would have totally fallen for in real life. Like, totally no, fallen. yeah, you, uh, yeah, we would have been doing Shut. cocaine off each other's body parts and partying in Vegas <laughs> and like, you know, making too much meaning out of the fact that we were high all the time. You know, and doing that stuff. My favorite is to watch Douglas's eyes when we talk about shit like this. My favorite. One goes up, <laughs> one goes down. One goes up, two go up. Listen, I already kissed Tiffany. I'm sure I could get Sharon Stone. <laughs> no problem. It's white veal. It's milk fed. <laughs> Tiffany's like, I don't know about hours. He could eat a pizza for like six, seven seconds, I think, or something like that. <laughs> Gaston? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, um, yeah it was we... one of my favorites. I wanted to play uh, something. I don't know if it's going to get dinged, but uh, if you guys saw the interview tonight, because I just want to do a little bit of recap, um, and who was on it was uh, Paul Riss, and I just want to play one of the things that, uh, one of the commercials that he did. Just to see if, how many of you guys remember it. Where is it? There it is. I heard about this. A man called Otto. Does anybody know what that? Oh, never mind. Fire in the disco. Fire in the Taco Bell. Taco Bell. No, super. Watch the towel. <laughs> Japanese SUVs just got a little sexier. Introducing the all-new 2009 Subaru Forester. Anyways, um, such a brilliant ad. So that was your other. That was your guy on tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, the guy that did yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. sorry, we did. The, we taped it yesterday, but yeah, it was on tonight. But um, yeah, he's my ex-brother-in-law, and he's the guy that created that ad along with his writer Matt Antonello. Um, but That's yeah, hilarious. So many like different envelopes. Like he, it was really hard, I think, to get it done. Uh, behind the scenes because people were like well hold on a second you have half naked men they're really they're really big is it a racial stereotype because it's subaru um and you're snapping towels on their bums can we even do that like there was all these like conventional wisdoms that he was breaking right because he's a punk rock guy and it just sort of meshed well in uh, in the that was that was so good that was that was really funny Yes. Sorry. I'm just living vicariously through Army Chris right now on Instagram. Just oh, in Mexico, that yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. 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 What do you got? Do you want yeah. us to let you go, Ray? Are you bored? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no mirror. <laughs> yeah. But this is what, what, what I like about you is that your professionalism always tells you to at least put a good face on so that you don't seem bored. I, I like you know. It's great. First of all, <laughs> this is Casual Friday. That's right. Why does everyone think that they could just say that and all of a sudden own the definition? Go ahead. See? Because you do it. It's my show. <laughs> it's literally my show. Like, hey, welcome to the Lens Report. What do you mean the Lens Report? Like, don't, what is it, your don't, show? don't make us take this away. 
I don't think you have the power to do that, my friend. I will start oh. my own casual Friday. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Ray. You hear this? <laughs> we'll, we'll go head to head. Oh, boy. We'll see if the power, if the higher ups at the network remember who was throwing them under the bus versus who was trying to change the subject. Here we go. I throw them go. under now, the bus. Now he's bootlicking. You hear the bootlicking <laughs> happening here, right? If oh, it's wow. ironic bootlegging, it's a point, not bootlegging. I said bootlicking, not legging. Oh, I said legging because I, I said slipped. licking. I just I gave them access to my entire marketing licking? team to do their entire Legging? marketing strategy. I think I got a little bit of pull right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's 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 Army Chris doing? Why are you living vicariously through him on your phone while we're on a live show? What's going on? Well, first of all, I've seen that commercial, yeah. so I didn't have to keep watching it. It was a commercial. Sure, do not keep your interest. Do you, do you want to play Angry Birds, Douglas, while we wait for? Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Okay, good. Thanks. Seem to order toilet paper on Amazon? Anything? Anybody? Don't order your toilet paper from Amazon. Doesn't work. Guys, I have ADHD and it just happens. I just lose so what'd focus you see? and it goes off. What's that? Dude, 100 milligrams of Adderall basically has no impact on me. So I have ADHD. I get it. I, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah. So it's just that I've had no marijuana today. I'm tired. I'm just, All my right. brain is going. All right. Good night, Ray. Can we can we uh, can we plug our show before uh, we we end this? Or? It's a one hour show that I stay patient on after every show, <laughs> and, uh, or that I, I stay focused for God, an hour. I don't want to hit remove guest. Be more pleasant for the last ten seconds, you fuck. <laughs> Please, I don't want to kick out Ray. Oh, check this out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's gonna be gone. Okay, good. Go. Okay, good. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's good. Oh, That's it. I did it in the end. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, uh, so oh, it's just Ryan, me again, darling. How are you? Well, that was like, that. Ryan's making a statement. Come on, man. Like, I don't know. It's hard to be the host of a podcast where people are like bored, you know. I don't know. I'm sitting there for 15 minutes, you know. Fucking just, you know. Oh. And I hate talking about that too because that's boring. That's like going like this. Right. I think the I think the reels are in the drawer in the office over there. Like people don't want to hear about this shit. You know, like they they really don't. It's one of the biggest pet peeves, and a lot of people do it. Like a ton of people that I love too, where they'll 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 talk about how they're coming off while they're live on a show. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like this. this you know, it, it's just to. Um, I, I can't, it's boring, you know, is it boring? It's boring to talk about how you're, you know, you're talking politics on the show that's supposed to be casual Friday. It's one of my biggest pet peeves of having this show is right. that there's this weird flexible subjective definition of casual Friday when the real definition is quite simple. It's called casual Friday. Whatever comes up. Whatever comes up. Um, the whole purpose of the show was that I didn't have to book actual guests because that's the bane of my existence. So I just wanted to have a casual Friday with just a bunch of buddies just right. talking. There's no yeah. rules. It doesn't have to be like light conversation. It can be anything. No. But everyone's just like, this ain't casual. Talking politics. The gathering politics is casual. casual. The conversation doesn't need to be. That's right. That's right. right. But, you know, but I also if you have something that... a little more casual, uh, because I haven't listened to the second one yet, because I didn't know you were doing a second one. And so I'm a little behind. But I had, I, we, we chatted a little bit uh, about your interview that you did with Classified. Oh, yes. Before he uh, went on his tour, uh, Retrospectives, I think. Oh, that's right. You guys, uh, you and Paul, or you uh, uh, posted that, um, like, the, I think the day before I did the second classified interview. Something yeah, like I didn't know. You, you didn't tell me you were doing another one. So I haven't listened to the second one yet. And I mean, I I'm told social to. media. I figured you were a part of that, you know? 
what do you yeah, do? but you know, every now and then I get busy. You know, I, I do have a life. <laughs> I to see if you followed me, though, because you might not have followed me, because I do that sometimes where I'm like, I never see your stuff. And they're like, you haven't followed me, James. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Then yeah, I yeah. Um, yeah. But I really liked, uh, I mean, you know, I, I like music in general over, I mean, I was a dance student when I was a kid, right? So, you know, I like music in all kinds. But, I mean, you really know your stuff when it comes to hip hop and, you know, I, I don't. Uh, so I, I knew of Classified and, you know, I, I knew a couple yeah. of songs, uh, you know, I mean, everybody knows Inner Ninja, you know, that was his, 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 his biggest sort of crossover hit. Um, but I, I'd heard some stuff before and always liked it. But, you know, there, there are people that you hear of, you know, and, and then to you, they disappear for a while, but they've been doing stuff all along and then something else comes up again. Yeah. Uh, and I really loved the interview. It was you know, great to see another side of him. Uh, well, another side of him, to see that side of him. And then I started listening to some of his songs that I hadn't, you know, what else has he done in the wild, you know, and mm. really, really good stuff. But that, that retrospective thing that he did, you know, when I was listening to, to the interview and he said that, you know, it was like, you know, just a piano and, you know, and, yeah. you know, and, and some beats and like, and two guys and, you know, and he was talking about his, I can't remember his name, but he said, you, you won't believe the voice that comes out of him, like, well, out of yeah. both of them, actually. Uh, I mean, and and I'm yeah. watching the videos then from him, you know, like this where he's standing there almost like crooner style, Rat Pack style, yeah. you know, with a little drink well, in hand. Like, it's great. And you you get to focus on the actual, like, yes, you may have focused the lyrics, but you get to see what was under all of those beats and the slick production when there wasn't. Holy crap, that you, guy. You were nailing story. it. You were nailing it. Uh, and, because, and, and, and he grows. But there's the Bro, but there's, like, I'm, I'm pushing you know 50, brilliant, right? You know things how brilliant that idea now. is. You know how brilliant his, his. You know how brilliant his idea is. It's so brilliant um, that it's 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 incredible. All concept. the best ideas are, are are twofold. One is that they're actually like ideas that sort of exist in a different context. So in right. that particular case, we've been rhyming to, and when I say we, I mean like rappers. We've been rhyming to acoustic guitars next to campfires for like 35 years. Like the, mm -hmm. that, that's it happens right all the time, and so. And I remember, like, I've been thinking this for a very long time. Like, I think people would be attracted to that kind of music because of exactly what you just said. Because um, the biggest complaint that um, people that don't listen to hip-hop have about hip-hop is that they don't understand anything the rapper is saying. And they mostly don't understand what they're saying because of slang and stuff like that, but also because there's a very loud, um, unfamiliar pattern and beat that they're listening to trying to decipher lyrics on top of those things, and they can't right. fucking do it. You know how many times I've like dropped like really, really complex tongue twister type verses next to like a, an acoustic guitar with like old people there and young people, or whatever. And the old people are like, that's the very first time I understood rap song. You know, like the, the, it's, and it's because of the quietness of the bed track being just an acoustic guitar. So you're totally right, right about that. Yeah. And, but and so, so he's captured that now. Um, and and you know it's it's neat because it's an old idea and and he's done it and there's all these great reasons to do it there's all these overlapping opportunities like he's you know at a point in his career where well, how do you re how do you reinvent yourself in order to stay relevant as a 46 year old rapper well how about you take advantage of the fact that generation x really still loves hip-hop but they'd rather sit down when they listen to it than nod their heads and jump up in the air you know like it's a changing demographic and we, and the, the hip hop um, consumer is now the age range is like, you know, 10 to like fucking 70. You know what but I mean? But also like, just the, the content, right? I mean, I'm, uh, 
I'm a, I, I know that there's not tons of stuff, but I've heard of Anne Julie before because, you know, I was a, cl- a club kid. So, you know, boom and brand new chick and, you know, and yeah. all that, right? Or brand new bitch, depending on the version, version you listen to. I guess, and I'm thinking, okay, the, the first one I looked at was Changes because Anne Julie sings, sings the chorus on it. Mm. And I'm like listening to this, right? And what he's, what he's saying, right? This is not like, Hanging out in the club, I've got all the girls and, you know, like this, I'm driving a nice car and whatnot. I mean, he is saying shit that matters and that resonates. And you're listening to the whole song and then you get to the end of it. And it's like, right, I used to convince my fans just give me a chance. But now they're the ones convincing me. Now they're the ones convincing me. Yeah, I used to convince the fans to believe in me and my truth. And now my fans believe in me maybe more than I do. Yeah. Holy crap, that lad did like a punch. When I listened yeah. to that the first time, all I think Tupac's emo content was his best content, for sure. Mm-hmm. Dear, dear Mama, that's like yep. mo- that's probably my favorite one of them. Anyways, like anything that showed emotion and like vulnerability and that kind of thing and struggle and that kind of stuff, I thought was dope. I didn't like um, California Love or whatever that was called. You know? Okay. Yeah. 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 California Love. Well, it's a party I, I, jam, know. right? Sure it is, but I didn't like it. I like I don't yeah. like those kind of Tupac songs. I like the Dear Mama kind of stuff and changes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But when that I was like listening to that and then you know listening to a couple of others, but well, holy crap, you know, it's like Yeah. Like I mean and and still, you know, okay, you might be speaking from a m- more mature age, but like we're all human. Like that that's that that moment so human, right? Like if we have so much self-doubt or whatnot like this and Thank God there's somebody that's at that moment is believing in you more than you do. Yeah. Right? Are we still talking about classified? Yeah, or, or just well, we could move on <laughs> yeah. to other stuff like this. But no, it's just I wanted a- to make one last point about him yes. because uh, he is taking like that art and sort of bringing it back to a very organic acoustic level, which has been done, again, for ever since hip-hop existed, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he's not afraid to utilize that, because the, the, the record labels were always afraid to do stuff like that. To, you know, it's not like this idea hasn't come up, you know, where, where a rapper was like, maybe I should do an acoustic album. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nah, because their metrics showed that hip-hop audiences were consuming this, that, and the other thing, and none of it was acapella, right? And so, right. or whatever it was. Um, but it, it, it's such a, it, it makes sense now to do something like that because of the demographic getting older, the, the, the consumers of not just classified, but like golden era hip hop by generation yep. X consumers. Yep. Um, you know, they're still out there, you know, <laughs> they may be fat and like living in the suburbs, but they still listen to Nas, right? Like they, right. they do. And so um, it's, I think it's interesting. I think we're seeing like a changing sort of like marketplace. And I think um, classifieds thing came right at the right time, a bigger rapper than him, like a Kendrick Lamar, is mm-hmm. probably going to do like an unplugged like Nirvana did with MTV or something like that and just do a whole fucking like a 20 song thing of him rhyming. And by the way, yeah. none of this happens if Hamilton doesn't exist. Oh, you know? interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to hear your insight on that. Well, I just think people um, used to put uh, rapping in a box, right? And here's yeah. what rapping was good for. Um, it was good for like the club. Um, it was good for McCain French fry commercials, right? Yeah. It was good for stuff like that. Um, it was good for controversy. My buddy and I got suspended from our Catholic elementary school and disqualified for the Festival of the Arts because we performed rap music. It wasn't what we said. It was the fact that we said it in rhyme. 
Like oh. it's just not appropriate for St. John's the Evangelist. And I was just like, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen, like heard in my life. Okay. It, it, yeah. So, anyways, um, I don't know what point I was making. Um, the records. What was I saying? Just you got to remind me because I'm stoned and I've got dementia. <laughs> I have dementia. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Come on, Douglas. I'm relying you, you on you. Sorry, sorry. I, w- I was paying attention. You were talking. Ah, Christ. It slipped my mind, too. Sorry. Maybe somebody who's listening can uh, remind us. Come on, man. On the chat. It's not contagious. Uh, what were you talking about? Hold on. Oh, Catholic. Oh, Catholic. Uh, Special of the Arts. Rap music. What the fuck was the point? I don't remember. This sucks, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've completely lost it. Yep. How does that happen? Like, is it is it like is there something happening? Do we have a disease that we're not aware of? Is it it lupus? Is it lupus? Is it plagiarizing Seinfeld? What is this? I was I was like so into what you were saying, and then you went off on a tangent, and then I was like focused on the tangent, trying to remember where we were, so you'd come back. (laughs) I lost it. I lost it. I don't know the Generation X growing up and consuming hip hop, and how classified is timely by doing it like this. And Kendrick Lamar will end up doing an unplugged. I, I should have just stopped. Yes, there. that's where you were going. Yes. Yeah, I think I think that's really like hip hop has so many more avenues that they can do. They, it's it's a malleable. Rapping is singing. It's like another type of singing. Whereas singing mm-hmm. used to be this broad category that covered like you know opera and rock and yeah. all that. It's all singing. So rapping is now just as big as singing because you can rap oh. over all the same. Because it was Hamilton. You were talking about Hamilton specifically. So they're just learning how to how to fuse hip-hop together in the last 20 years they started with jazz and rock you know and yep. then uh they, they went to electronic music a little bit country country a little bit i i think a classical music here and there um yeah. with interesting tracks you know you you were talking about ha- the, the hamilton as being a pivot point and i was asking for your insight why you thought that oh, was well because um yes so there was actually one that predates hamilton called job and it was a toronto play and it was uh, told through uh, verse, like hip-hop type stuff. Um, and it was like a, a satire uh, for the biblical times of the times of Job or whatever. Okay. I never, I never saw it. Um, I was younger and I just, you know, I never saw it. And then when Hamilton came out, I remember being, I was like so happy. Because we used to like think about stuff like that all the time. Or like musicals. I remember talking to my friends when we were like 15, 16. Why isn't there any hip hop musical like movies? You know, like the sound of music only if you like hip hop. Like we, we would have discussions like that. Right. So Hamilton comes out and it's like a hit. And the greatest thing about Hamilton was that a large bulk of their audience were not like hip hop people. They weren't right. people that consumed rap music, but they were hearing what these actors were saying and, and they were understanding it, even though it was delivered in complex verse. Right. And, and that is what is what is neat. It's it's a transformative um, project, Hamilton. And it, it, right. it what it what it did is it ushered in new things that I think like the, I think hip hop theater is going to be huge in the next twenty years. There's going to be a bunch yes. of shows, you know. Yes. Yeah. So I, would, I think. I would agree with that. So I think uh, classified is kind of like an offspring of that kind of thinking. Yep. I would say. You know. I see that. that does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, that makes total sense. I see that. All right. Yep. Yep, I respect that point of view. I think it's yeah, it, absolutely. I think so too. And I think, uh, as you say, you know, once a Kendrick Lamar is going to do it, somebody's going, "Oh my God, that's so wonderful! How come nobody's ever thought that before?" And the Catholic is going to be there. Ah, uh, you're welcome. There's only a few <laughs> rappers that could probably do it. Like, there's only a few rappers I think, like J- um, 
J. Cole could do it. Okay. Um, I think uh, I think Rakim could do it. Okay. I think he I think he could do it. I think Shad could certainly do it. Um, you know, there, there's uh, people that I don't think could do it. I think like Chuck D could do it. I think he'd do a really good. I think it would just be like yeah, he would really do it. Professorial yeah. and personal with a campfire right there and all that shit. Like I mean, yeah. KRS could do it. LL I um, think could do it. Probably, yeah. Like th- these guys know how to stay on point. So as long as you're playing the guitar competently, they're going to be able to rhyme to it, right? Like, and and but it's just a matter of whether or not these rappers can find that emotional cadence to deliver it in the same sort of vibe as like a mellow acoustic guitar, which is really like what a lot of mm-hmm. rappers have difficulties with. They're still rapping like, uh, you know, I'm a warrior now, go toe to toe with you now. And even though the the guitar is like. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't know if that's the right part there, Tony. <laughs> yeah, you gotta mellow off the take off the mellow off the edges a bit there. Yeah, that's Just, right. What about? Uh, do you think uh, you know uh, the? What about uh, the the female rappers? You know, maybe Queen Latifah or something. Do you think the best uh, female artist oh. of all no, time? No, but, is the, Lauren but Hill. The, the, oh, the, the, right. the they would be able to translate into Sorry, that like that. an acoustic format. Oh, which one? Well, Lauren Hill certainly. She kind of did it. Well, yes, um, she, yes, yeah. Um, uh, certainly, Lauren Hill. Uh, I'm sure Missy Elliott, because she's just so talented, could probably do it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, let's see, Queen Latifah, yeah, MC Light for sure, because MC oh, Light I, would. I, MC yeah. Light started off like rhyming next to beatbox, you know, like right. so she could do definitely. Um, yeah, man, like there, it's it's just. One of those things I, I envision like people like artists doing campfire tours and it becomes like a Netflix show kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, and it's good post COVID cause no one wants to be in big places with thousands of people kind of a lot of times. Right. So they like yeah. small venue, big name. And it happens to be on a beach with a campfire and Jeff Woods hosting or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> see how I put all that together. This is basically the summary I'm going to send to uh, chaos. Potential, You've been voted off the leader. Island. <laughs> chaos isn't invited to the island to begin with. I, I, I am so annoyed. I, I, I'm so I've been annoyed with chaos for like 25 years. I really have. Why? He's we're from the same neighborhood. We're from okay. uh, West, a neighborhood called West Lynn and Whitby. And um, and that's not why. But I'm just saying like, so I I have a somewhat of an idea, not as an identity, but like of the area that he lived in, because it was literally right there where I lived in, in, in West Lynn and Whitby. And so, um, and I was good. Fr- I'm good friends with nine with with people that belong to uh, the Pocket Dwellers, um, and and their friends with they grew up being like really tight with Kevin with Chaos, like their families were like families, and and if their if Kevin's parents went away, then they'd stay at Nigel's house, kind of thing. Like they were tight, okay. right? And um, and in my view, when Kevin um kind of went on his own and did uh um you know exit, I think was his first CD. And then um, his subsequent releases and stuff. I thought his catalog was good. I always suspected that he had stage fright. And that's why his live shows weren't that great. And mm-hmm. then I got confirmation years later that that's exactly what it did when Chaos admitted it. Because okay. really he's had a lot of like really like, oh my God, that was awful. Like when he did Letterman. It was mm-hmm. like, that was just a really bad performance. And you could tell by the shakiness sometimes of an artist whether right. or not they're just really nervous. And you know why I recognize it? Because I had that for like a year. And I got rid of my stage fright because I was doing a lot of spoken word shows and stuff. Okay. And, and I got rid of my stage fright because I went on the, um, the subway at rush hour 
and I'd get in at Union Station and I would just like look straight ahead and recite a verse and then get off. And then the next train would come, I'd get on, I'd do it again. And I did it all the way to Bloor and back. And so I did it like 25 times. And I did that like three or four times. And by okay. the time you're done doing that type of set and reps, you're just like, I'm, I can't get embarrassed. Like I, I was, you know. Okay. And sometimes people are like, shut the fuck up, Baldy. You know, but other times they're like this. Well done, man. Well done. You know, so you get the same kind of eclectic crowd sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it got rid of it. It got totally, you just jump in. You got to jump in yeah. sharky water. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty neat. You're a really interesting character. You know that? Do you want to interview me? <laughs> uh, you know what? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Just ask me one, one question and then we'll wrap because it's almost three hours. <laughs> ask me anything make a count douglas you got to make a count oh my word uh okay um i'm so let's see okay you used to be involved in club culture right correct pretty much okay um it's gonna be a life question actually uh where's the moment uh where you decided uh to sort of move away from that to what you are doing now. Um, oh, that, that was like the easiest decision ever <laughs> because of okay. how, because of how disgusting, gross, corrupt and shady the, the club industry and events industry was at that time. So it was easy. I was in it for like a year and a half more than I should have been. I made a documentary about how the last stint of events that I did was such a disaster that it was worth making a movie over just to show people how fucking awful it was. Okay. <laughs> it seriously was. And then Paris Hilton sued us and we couldn't get errors and emissions um, insurance for the film. So the film never got its deal that we were supposed to have with Hulu. I think it was okay. at the time. So um, yeah, we might be able to resurrect it as some sort of classic club documentary um i don't know if you've seen you probably haven't seen, it sounds like you haven't seen it which is fine no. it's like a it, it's it's my first documentary as a producer and a writer so like i don't know it, it was a decent effort what's we the started with one, we run shit okay yeah i've heard of that actually have you really i have heard of it it's it's kind of a generic thing um you know sentence or whatever let me let me i i'll put the the, the link in uh in the chat there um, in case you're joining us late, um, uh, Ray, <laughs> Ray and Ryan were here. Um, things got a little internal, um, internal politics stuff, which is fine. It's always healthy to actually vent and stuff like that. That's fine. I, I'm not sure how well received it might be, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. There was no malice. Um, and then, um, and then Ray looked bored and then, uh, uh, Ray left and then Ryan left. And, um, and Douglas has been kind enough to stay and not abandon me completely, which is awesome. Um, and, and I don't think Ryan abandoned me either. I think everyone, and I, and I mean this myself first and foremost, was a little off their game tonight. Hmm. D Douglas, I've never seen you get stern with anybody. I got to tell oh. you, it was kind of, it was, first of all, it was kind of hot. Just like, oh. you, know, <laughs> you, you could probably work with that. Um, and also, I, I've just never seen you like that. I never have. Um, you know, we were all interrupting each other. I was interrupting people, you know, yeah, uh, it was like a cacophonous mess. Oh, and you know what the worst part is, is that that's one of those mo things for me, like Marty McFly being called a chicken. Mm. Like, even though I interrupt other people, so I'm a, I'm a total hypocrite when I'm like, 
I'm about to make the greatest point, and it's totally going to wow everyone. And someone's like, anyways, Cryer Media and Rebel. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Are you kidding? Did you fucking just step on the fucking glorious sentence? It was glorious, I'm telling you. <laughs> and this is all going on in my head. And meanwhile, I'm like, no, no, it's all, it's all good. Man. I'm about to interrupt you. I, I have that on my show with Paul every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> he comes up and says, I got this thing I just need to do. Like, this, and it'll cut me midway, and then I don't remember. Or like the other day, we were talking about all this stuff that, that happened with, like, skipping and whatnot. Like, this. he comes, and he puts this thing, this visual up. And it's, like, literally where I'm going to end. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're starting with, with the end. Don't do that. Well, actually, Douglas, you, you ha- your equipment has, a, has like, a weird delay. But oh. Also, but all, uh, just a little bit. But also, you, okay, hold on. you are very much um, the al- an alpha male conversationalist in the sense that if you started the sentence and you hear someone interrupt you, you will not stop talking until that sentence is done. And what that does is it creates guys like me. I get panicky because that means I don't have control. You do. <laughs> so I get a little bit like, oh. I was, I'm like, so in, it, a primal instinct for me is just like this. Oh, oh, so you're going to just filibuster your sentence and, and not, you're the guest. Okay. Fuck you then Douglas. No, I'm not saying any of that, but, um, but I, but, I did notice I did that. Did I really? Well, that's the smartest way to sort of end um, interruptions. Uh-huh. Is then people develop an instinct. They're like, oh, don't interrupt him because he won't stop his sentence anyway. So it won't work. And okay. so people just just like organically don't interrupt people that are like that. Um, but meanwhile, I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, this, this, this has, and then when I, when I was, when I failed to interrupt you, you're like this. I believe I have already reminded you people about 10 seconds ago and then 30 seconds ago not to fucking interrupt me you interrupted me are you fucking kidding i'm so sorry well i'm douglas (laughs) i did do that holy crap i overstepped i'm so sorry (laughs) okay so just to review the nicest man in the world went like this are you fucking kidding me with his eyes and his tone right that's what he did (laughs) Um, Ryan, um, Ryan, Ryan interrupted probably about the same amount of times as me. Um, uh, and then, um, I, mm. I feel alcohol might've been a little bit at play because of the volume in which he was expressing mm. ideas that were just like, well, I guess maybe, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but they, you know, I, I understood his greater point. I just yes. didn't think, you know, yes. I just didn't really agree with him. Um, Ray. Um, I don't think was his best tonight because of, uh, oh, yeah, I'm on camera. Maybe I shouldn't look like this is the most boring place on earth. Like, you know, just just a little bit. I'm off my game um, because, you know, I've had a really long week. I'm really stoned. And uh, and I was interrupted. I was interrupting people, you know, and, and literally seconds later getting mad for being interrupted. So it's like you're five, <laughs> by the end of it, I'm like five people and I'm like twitching, you know, like I don't know what to do at that point. Um, but. I don't care. I, at the same time, I don't care. You know, I want to know why? Because this is like show 211. It's just one show. Right. You know? Fuck right. It. And I have the best looking guest all to myself now. Nah, you know? Well, yeah. flattery is going to get you many places with me, James. Uh, you know, you know, we started. Everyone's a little bit gay, Douglas. Everyone's a little bit gay. 
How but you know, let me find my gay brother, Aquaman. James, my friend, you know, I love to help and I definitely love to help my friends. So, I mean, if you have a quest. <laughs> all right, stop begging. I will right, I'm telling you for the last team. time, Douglas. I tell you for the last time, I'll think about it. Okay, just leave me alone. <laughs> See what I did there? That's oh, a deep. I love you. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, you know the, I don't know if you were heard... talking about yeah. that, that uh, Ryan was suggesting that maybe we would start out like <laughs> you know love hate thing like this. We we started out a little bumpy, but uh, uh, I'm starting to like the cut of your jib there, baby. Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, are you talking about Ryan or me? Do I have the jib yeah. that you like? Cutting? No, no, no. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan was mentioning at one point there. The, the... How do you know my jib's cut? <laughs> <laughs> didn't you, Paul, and didn't you and Paul trade? <laughs> no, I think that would see. I, I, I think the legend of Paul's dick is bigger than the dick. <laughs> ah, ah, uh, 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 there we go. That was. Them, them's maybe fighting words. Hey, listen, I don't care whose dick is bigger. I offered to do a charity dick comparison contest. I I heard that I wasn't and on raise, that episode. And raise money. I, and, and raise money. Maybe erect a new building or something. Right? Like we could we could. Do, and it's just really raunchy and edgy and stuff like that. And maybe it's too controversial and we shouldn't do it. But if we could, I would do it just for charity. I don't care. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was, I, I, I wasn't on that episode, but I was like talking about it the week after. I think it's like, hmm, it's very interesting. It's like that because you all suggested that I judge, and I'm thinking, I was like, why is it? Why, 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 why would they pick me to judge that type of contest? What is it about me? I know. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, you in the back row. <laughs> You like penises. <laughs> I if this was a, If this was a family feud, it'd be like, appreciation of penises. Number one answer. <laughs> Survey says. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, I do appreciate a nice penis. That is very much true. Listen, penises are quite popular. It's, a, it's quite a popular appendage. You know, you know it's been around for a while. It's a classic. In my culture, it's a very popular thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know? I was. You know, I, I, I. It's so funny. Like uh, all, my all my friends were home growing up. Like all of them. Right. There was nobody that came out in my high school. Not a soul. Right. Right. And I graduated in '95 or something like that. Um. It's 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 weird now that um, you know how different the world kind of is now compared to what it was like like yeah. back then. I, I can't even like to joke like this. Oh, Are you kidding? No, no, it would have been it would have been impossible. Like every you know, it just yeah. Well, and and also for someone like me to feel like one of the guys, like yeah, I am loving this so much right now. You have to is understand, this like this, this is so is, freaking validating for me. Like this on on this network, on that this level, for that, you? just to be one of the guys, it's so rare. It never really? happened. I'm see. I'm surprised. See, I just said, "Is it new for you twice?" And I can't tell if you didn't hear me or you're like you put your ignore instinct on. Oh, sorry. I, I, no, I didn't hear you. That's professional. Bro okay, well, then we have a little bit of a. When we talk over each other, you don't hear my voice. It cancels it out. Yep. Okay. Which is also a very devilish piece of tech. <laughs> That's why you keep going. I don't hear anybody else talking. <laughs> I like that you feel like one of the guys. I really do. No, no, yeah, it's that, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really great because you know it's 
there back in the day, right? We talk about tolerance and tolerance versus acceptance. And mm. like for me, tolerance has always been like, you know, you have your like a clothespin on your nose, you know, and it's like, yeah, I'll tolerate you being here. Acceptance is one thing. And then there are levels of acceptance, right? There's a level of expense. Okay, I'm invited into your home. That's that's one thing. But will you come into mine? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> Do you want it to be? <laughs> yeah. Don't make me wait. Coming to my house. Not for not for not for nothing. Not for nothing. Um, but I want to tell you, Douglas. Like, if I were to like, okay, why don't you try being gay, James? I think I'd probably go to your house because I'd be like, he will take care of me. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would. I would cuddle you so hard. Imagine if I became like a gay icon. <laughs> That'd be amazing. If I was like, I came to your house and then I held a press conference in front of your house. I was able to discover last evening with Douglas and his cupcake that I am, in fact, a homosexual. I am a gay man. And I just want to let you know that I'm tired of being oppressed. <laughs> Immediately pivot to oppression. <laughs> right? And then I just start dancing in Korea for no reason. And then, like, you know, become a worldwide hit. And then, uh, and then, then <laughs> doing a lot of cocaine off of Elton John's penis somehow. And the pictures get out. And it would all be fucking crazy. That's what Meanwhile, would happen to me. Yeah. Meanwhile, Amazon's in the background delivering my microwave oven for my 10th conversion. Yeah, you're my you're my houseboy. You'll wear the Daisy Dukes and you'll like it. <laughs> Talk with a Spanish accent. Do it. I'm... What are you doing, Papi? Oh, Papi. Girl, I necesito si. Ay. That's better. Now go away from me upstairs. I'll come up later and see how clean you are. Oh my God, we are not right. <laughs> I have a guy named Terry that drives me from work to home because I don't drive. And um, you know what game we play in the car? We we invented a game. I guess I invented it. Um, but but on the way home once, I was just like, Terry, I have a mission for us. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I want to see if we can be the most objectionable people within 100 miles. <laughs> and, it, and, 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 and he's like, and the first time he did, like, I, I, I did it kind of on my own. He's like, okay. And I'm like, he's got a thick Ottawa Valley accent, right? And, um, and, I, and we passed by the church, and I'm just like, I can't believe they can build, like, such beautiful buildings to people who enjoy raping and torturing kids. Do you believe that? And, he's, and he looks at me, and he'd never heard anyone talk like that before. Right, that's the thing. We, it's a very Catholic, community. Right. and he's like just like this. Oh, oh man, I'm not co-signing that, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, you don't have to co-sign it, Terry. But you did just talk about like what an hour ago about like doing cocaine with hookers, and you swear like a trucker, and you don't go to church. So what are you worried about? He's just like, I was just raised to believe that Jesus is real. Just because I don't think about him that much doesn't mean he isn't real. And it's like really neat the conversations that you end up having with like, right. you know, in on that level. Right. But right. like, yeah, but but it's funny because they're, they're they don't believe in political correctness often, the good people in the country, but they, they're often the most polite. Right. Which is weird. I'm not yeah. talking about the, the secret racist Nazis. I'm talking about just regular people. Right. Like they're they're often very polite. And actually, the evil ones are really polite sometimes, too. Like the old couple in Pennsylvania, when I was driving through the states with my friends, we ran out of gas. The husband took us to the gas station. Um, two of us stayed back with the car. The lady comes out when the gas gets there and gives us like a, a, a what do you call it, a Tupperware full of food. And then when we get in the car, she's like, now make sure when you turn down the lane, you turn left, don't turn right, because that's where all of them nasty N-words are. <laughs> and we're just like, 
Okay. Oh. Um, you turned into the devil out of nowhere. You were sweet <laughs> until just then. <laughs> you know, it was awful. And we're like, we're literally like, if life okay. had a soundtrack, that's where the record would go. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It was so, it was just the most bizarre thing ever. Um, and then the stun gun that I stole uh, from the hotel motel in, uh, in, in Myrtle Wait, Beach. What? My friend, uh, that I, I stole a stun gun. I, I had to go back to the motel, but the office was closed and get into my room. So I went to the office and for some reason it was unlocked. When I grabbed my room key, I saw a stun gun and I took it, which was a good thing because in like a half an hour later, I went to my friends uh, where, where I left them at the party or whatever. And one of the guys stole one of my buddy's wallet. So when I got the wallet, because I could tell where it was, and I handed it back to my buddy, he put his hand on me or whatever, and I took the stun gun and just fucking stun gunned him. And then we ran. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we got away. And then uh, I had the stun gun the whole week, and I never used it again. And then uh, when we were driving home, I, th- I was hoping they wouldn't mention it. They're like, DeFury, where's that fucking stun gun, man? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's like, DeFury, shut the fuck up. Where's the fucking stun? Because they knew, right? And I put it between the seats or something. And uh, so then I had to throw it over a cliff in Pennsylvania because that's how stupid we were. We didn't just dispose of it in the garbage can. We threw it over a cliff. So yeah. probably electrocuted some poor chick, you know, at the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? I, I, no, no, okay. Well, why don't you go? No, no. After you, no, no. After you, no. Indubitably. After <laughs> Dude, in South Carolina, uh, I told a story uh, on, on the podcast about uh, how um, South Carolina was kind of crazy. And, um, and that, that story, the stun gun story. Another thing that happened is, is that we went to go get weed. And so we approached this dude at a t-shirt store on the strip in Myrtle Beach. And we're like, hey, man, do you know? Remember, this is like 94. So we're like, man, do you know where you can get any weed? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, uh, listen, I'm getting off in like 10 minutes. Like, you know, I could bring you down to my hood. We can go get some weed. I'm like, okay. So his hood is like boys in the hood, but the South Carolina version. It's like, it, it's, it, it is, you know, just that. Um, po- like real bad poverty, um, crime, all that kind of stuff. So we get to this house and it's a house that has. It's so high right now. Can you hear me, Douglas? Uh, you went, you disappeared for a couple of seconds, but you're back. Yeah. It's, if it does it again, I'm just going to end the show. But, um, are you there? Yep. I'm there. Okay. Um, so anyway, so we go to the hood basically to go get weed, uh, from Vince. And then we end up, um, going to the rec center for some unknown reason. And us three pasty white guys decided to play basketball against like, you know, really amazing basketball players from this neighborhood and we got our asses kicked and we got dunked on and everything like that and um in the parking lot uh this guy came out to us and he's gonna rob us but vince ended up saving us because that's the kind of good guy that vince is i can't tell if you're there or not douglas are you there i'm there yeah yeah okay you're you're frozen anyways it was it was a crazy trip and then i ciphered with this other rapper and he accused me of me doing lyrics that weren't mine. He was saying I was biting oh. these lyrics, which I didn't even want to argue with him with because it was like, it was clearly my shit. I've been doing those rhymes for two or something years. I remember where it was when I wrote them. And, I, and I'm just so, but I challenged him like in a way that I shouldn't have. I'm like, name the rapper I'm biting. 
You know, if I'm biting a rapper, you have to fucking name the rapper. Because I was right. that's one of the most offensive things you can say to a rapper. Well, exactly, but, yeah. But I'm a white guy in hip hop and I'm in the hood and I'm the only white guy, you know, rapping in this room. And there's like, you got to be strategic too. You just got to be like, okay, you know, I'm in your country. You got to do that. <laughs> you don't want Suge Knight to hang you off balconies. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, and I have to ask you, what, what, what's it like, uh, you know, with, I mean, I, I personally, I love Julie Plaque. So, I mean, you got to interview her too. Is she really like just as nice as you'd, you'd expect she would be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was. Um, she, off air, she, you know, it was funny because she did like 50 interviews that week yeah. or something. And um, you could tell at the beginning of the interview that she kind of was um, in a rhythm with uh, media type questions. Right. And, and as soon as I noticed that, I tried to flip the interview. Because I didn't want her to like feel like um, it's, it was just a repeat of the other interviews, and I'm glad I'm glad I did um, because not only was that like a, a, a good decision at the time, but she she was so generous mm-hmm. with the way that she answered the questions and then subsequently conversed with me, because people don't understand sometimes like um, it, people that are being interviewed they know when they're not being helpful, you know one word answers, you know. Right. A look away and like, yeah, I'm not sure. No, that kind of stuff. Like when they're doing that, they don't even want to be there. And and it could be a reflection on on how well of a job you're doing as an interviewer. Um, and I think that you know, the, I, I think it's the most important thing now is to not sort of seem like a boilerplate um, news interview show. Right. You know. Right. Com- I can see that. Yeah. Well, I think that's the the benefit uh, and the advantage of the longer format. Right. Is that you? Yeah have the chance yes it's an interview but it, it it's a chat it's a conversation it's a you know like you have time to uh, lay out your entire thought because i don't need to 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 enter i don't need to cut you off in 45 seconds or for time or to ask you my next question because i have an agenda going on like this if you're saying something that's really cool well i've got time just yeah yeah go on with that tell me more and, and yeah. that's that it, it creates a different you, you atmosphere and vibe you don't learn anything having long conversations with someone that you agree on everything with mm-hmm. you don't learn anything you just like oh we're mirrors okay neat so you have a lot in common but and then if you talk about like brexit was a really interesting conversation with people that i know that are from britain that were living yes. here and they were like um you know what was like an interracial couple and they were like we understand that like there's a certain type of person that likes Brexit because they don't like people in foreign countries. We get that. We understand that that exists. Yeah. But it also like has like other reasons that people like us are voting for it. And and you know it it's 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 really offensive I think sometimes that when we don't r- remember that people of color have diversity within their communities too. They don't all Absolutely. sing from the same songbook, right? So we we end up playing uh only one um hymn often uh, for the public, you know, cause it's simple. And then the public starts to believe that every, you know, every single black person has the same politics mm-hmm. and the same but, ideas uh, and opinions, you know, but they don't. Uh, yeah. And the other way around, like just everybody that supported Brexit was all in at the same level as the people who are the most fervent about it. Yeah. Or yeah. Just, right, just like, not necessarily. I said right? something once about, um, uh, I'm paraphrasing myself. So, but it was something like, um, it's really hard 
to be a fair, um, to hear yourself as a fair critic of like Islamist extremism when the people who agree with you most are those you would never want to spend even a minute with. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the yep. most fierce critics of Islam, we yep. might share the same opinion on one thing or another, but it's really, it, 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 I understand that lack of comfort when you happen to share an opinion with people who are, like I, I had David Duke retweeted something I, I wrote once in, in Huffington Post. Yeah. And I, and I was just like, uh, and it's because I criticized Black Lives Matter. It wasn't because yep. I was motivated by hate. Yep. Da, 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 da. And, um, and, but David Duke retweeted it. And people wrote yep. articles about how, like, you know, uh, white racists embrace De Fiori at HuffPost or something like that. Like, I was just like, come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know it's, I mean? yeah. But, and, and that's, I think that goes a little bit to the earlier conversation when you, it's like, you, you write something, you put it out there. Like, this, after that, what happens to it, what other people do to it, you know? Because some people can quote you honestly. Some people can quote you, okay, he's saying something that I can, you know, if I'm not telling anybody what the context is behind it or around it or whatnot, I can make it look like this person's actually agreeing with me. I guess and yeah. hope, hope that nobody will look. And, you know, it, it's, right? It's And then somebody says, oh, yeah, now, now all of a sudden you're the controversial white person with whom David Duke agrees. And it's like, it's like no, I'm not controversial. He just, you know, this is a case of broken cock syndrome. The right love to prop up people who are moderate or progressive who criticize themselves. Yes. The right will like, like prop you up. And, you know, and that's what happens to certain careers in the States, like Joe Rogan's a little bit, um, Tim, whatever that guy's name is. <clears throat> the one that wears the toque, Tim Poole. Yeah, Poole. Yeah. No. I find him nauseating. I really do. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's, I, he, he looked at his, I know that he looked at his analytics one day and was like, mega is my bread and butter. Oh, well, got to stop criticizing Trump. <laughs> and that's what he did and to, in order to secure his audience. Cause tr mega people are also finicky. Right. They, oh yeah. I used, to, we'll I used to, I wrote Trump articles that went viral and I would gain like a thousand followers. And then the next week I would write like a, a something critical of Trump and I would lose like 90% of those new followers. Right. Right. For years, that happened. People yep. kept on telling me, like, why don't you just pick a side? And I'm like, I can't do it. My whole identity <laughs> is not picking a side. It's like, no, no, but it's like, if you live in nuance and you're comfortable with, if you're comfortable with ambiguity, then, yeah. yeah I mean, you're going to... People ask me sometimes why, you know, it's like, why do you keep on, like, you know, why, why do you put some, like, National Post stuff up? What? And then it's like, because you need to hear what the other side is saying and whether also, you agree with it or not like this, you can't be so post like you know what i mean they're not all like part of some cult that hates liberals yeah and black people like but you can't like be that. so so opposed like i i always believe it's, it's, that it's, better, to, it's better to know what the other people are saying like yeah. now there's certain people things you don't need to look at like i didn't need to look at george floyd being choked out i, I never looked at the full video i did yeah yeah and that type of stuff there's my personal limits where i'm squeamish when i don't but to never ever 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 like look what, what's in the sun to never read a brian lilly column just because he's brian lilly like this to uh, to automatically dismiss absolutely everything that's in it out of hand yeah. just because it comes from him. It's like 
You know what? A yeah. Good you know what? Like this, it, about ninety five percent of it's trash, and some of it's maybe some of it's a little good. And yeah, maybe I'm doing it so that you don't have to. But a good exercise like, is to take ideas from an article, post the ideas themselves without yes. the article, so people don't know who wrote it. And like you know, and I'm talking about things that have like receipts that that you can back up with factual evidence, right. you know, right. um, and, and or, or even opinions about an issue or a bill, you know, um, where when people find out that Bill C11, you know, uh, staunch progressives and staunch conservatives are on the exact same page, but how many media reports do you see that talks about that massive overlap? Right. Not. <laughs> right. But there's um, what it's either the report is either the left is attacking it from one side or the right's attacking it from one side, but it's not like yeah, here are the uh, here are these things that both both people have in common and these are some things we might want to look at if they both agree. Yeah, we take characters. Oh, look at um let's welcome back to the show, grumpy villain himself, Ryan Lindley. Oh <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Actually had a real real life, like my real life, I had a work emergency. I had to go like is that code for sex? No, you better like, work like, it, baby. You know, that kind of stuff. No, I actually had to go. Everything's good now. Like you had to go. This weather has has been a plague on more than just our internet connections. Just saying. God, he's so first world. Oh my god! <laughs> my magical wireless connection to the digital space has been interrupted slightly. This is unacceptable. Remember the- no, it was actually a trucking accident because of my real life job. Because I have a grown up job outside of this that I have to actually take care of. I'm an assistant too, librarian. So. I'll have you know, I take care of old ladies and help them cross streets. So you know, it's not nice. You're such a good boy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what I miss. <clears throat> Um, you missed, well, we, 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 we ran over the show. So I'm, I'm of the opinion that none of us brought our a game tonight. And that includes Douglas. Did you see Douglas wait a little bit? Charles Bronson there for a second. Did you see that? Wait till you see no. the replay. No, wait till he's you see the replay. He, no, yeah. Douglas is like, he can do a, like absolutely no wrong. <laughs> okay. In he's my eyes. He, he, he's not the contra cheat code. Okay. I am. <laughs> up up down down left right left right ba start B-A, B-A is my fucking, that's yeah. my guy so don't start. yeah yeah <laughs> we all interrupted each other too much and it was funny because i even myself i had to laugh at myself because i was just like fucking guy interrupted me and then seconds later i'd interrupt and i'd be like oh i'm an asshole too <laughs> you know what i mean there was always like but we but all of us did it a few times um you know and uh and and, and that was bad. are you or, yeah. are you putting us in a box with you is that what you're doing i think it might have been a mistake some of the topics we covered in the manner in which we covered it i i, I don't know if that was you know not me of course um <laughs> okay the um, whole time i was trying this oh, is me in my head i was going you. like this no in my head i was going like this I, dude, I was I was typing messages maybe we should pivot away like yes <laughs> yes we were I did everything um, I, I could to be subtle about the fact that could I you imagine, I imagine blackballed trying to pivot away from a controversial subject. I, I, I've never heard it. I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never the, heard you're it. The, you're I, the I king think it was of more false, of a time no, 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 that, thing. You're the king of false analogies <laughs> no. because what really I said, what really I said is that I wanted to protect Ryan. 
Oh, accidentally giving please the don't fa- protect me. From accidentally giving the false impression that there was um, maybe some nibbling on the edge of confidential information being shared publicly. There and are I was none. Worry- there I was is worried none. for you. I was worried for you. That's all. I, but I but I came at my intent was as a friend, not as um, like can, a know-it-all. Can you can you can you round back to where it was that was confidential we didn't talk well, that, about anything tonight that wasn't I, the the uh the kind of like disgruntled uh impression i thought maybe that it was is better left in confidence that that's that's kind of what i'm thinking you know do you know what i mean does that make sense no the tone and the tone and delivery in which uh you, you were delivering your frustrations i thought maybe the the pub the, pu- the podcast wasn't the greatest forum to sort of do that and i could be wrong dean could be sitting right now going like this could be wrong. Uh, james, james you're totally wrong. okay relax if i say hey i could totally be wrong that's not a, a sign for you to be like i'm a no, grown-up I'm, I'm gonna totally... make you feel wrong you make you feel yeah, wrong. no i could Longer. i could totally i don't need you to protect me i don't i don't need gatekeepers okay gatekeeper I'm... I'm good because I'm not a gatekeeper. That sounds like far too much responsibility. I was just like <laughs> thinking to myself <laughs> to mitigate the risk of this person. You know, I'm and just, maybe I'm even if I was wrong, my heart was in the right place, so I'm fine with what I did. You know. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, James, uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure if anybody. Who, I'm not sure who's doing the production there, but I've got something to put up there if uh, somebody would. Uh, oh, the cocaine lab. Let's do it. There yeah. Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> share screen. You guys want to do some coke? I would probably do saying? something right now. What's going the on? Share here? screen. I don't know what There's you're talking about. I'll put it up. There you go. Ah. Uh, what's this here? Hey. That is a uh, hey, baby. body double on Looking a cover good of a there. How are you body not body? following Theo Modakius? Who, me? No, no, whoever's, no I am. Whoever's. No, you're not. It says you're not on this account. Him. No, but on my other account, I am. Yes, <laughs> my personal account, I am. Theo's I get, great. I get his stuff. But yeah, Beamer is too. By the way, look at this. Look at this. Given face, serving up Rita Haywood. Our beauty cue realness here. What's, What's going on here, cover uh, cover boy? Hi, fashion real, So when I saw this, I thought you it's, created it's a, an imaginary magazine. That's what it's I thought. A rib. Happened. It's a this is a real recipe. thing, though, right? Yeah, it's that's Ray's company. That's the, the, the guy that was on earlier. That's yeah. his actual company. That's, I like it. Yeah, and they actually put out real publications. And uh, yeah, I'm the. Uh, uh, I guess. Uh, There's so many it? smoke we signals it... in your words sometimes. You know, they're an actual publication. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. No, no. I, I, um, I'm trying to. I'm the fluff piece of uh, mm. uh, a serious um, in, I guess, is it industry? It is, uh, like, industry what's, what's labor? What's, what's the labor force? Would that be an industrial magazine? I don't yeah, even know. It's an industry magazine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm the uh, fluff piece in the industry magazine to uh, give people. Like you talk about how to keep penises hard. It's a fluff well, piece. <laughs> Talk well, about on it. that, uh, 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 well, you know, maybe not. But uh, when you're mentioning, you guys want to talk I mean, about it? In I'm, I'm watching this cover, and I don't Let's know whether to focus on this the beef se- on the grill or the beef cooking. This it. segment of Black Ball brought to you by Jergens. Jergens. Just say Jergens. Oh, Jergens! Don't rub your rib racks with Jergens, folks. It's <laughs> not good. But Ryan, I was just saying, I was, I'm looking at the cover. I didn't know whether or not to focus on the beef on the grill or the beef cooking it. <sighs> 
what am oh, I? Am I like? Am I? <laughs> am I a bear? Is that what I am? What do I? Oh, yeah. What am Ryan, I? Yeah. Ryan, show yeah. us your tits. Show us your. Tits. No. Yeah, I do. <laughs> what? They're man nipples. Like this. Yeah, you're a bear. No, you it's very, hair. it's very hairy. I got, you're like, a bear. I'm, I'm, I'm like full of hair. So you'd be very popular. Like, like if I you're... took my sweater off at the pool in the summer, it'd be like, why is that guy wearing a sweater <laughs> at the pool in the summer? I'm like, if you, in, if you were in the gay scene, you would be like, you're, you would be lying down with your like hairy shoulders and back and stuff, and there'd be like twinks on all these limbs. You know, like they were just like hanging out like hobbits. It'd be great. I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing a fantasy playing out. <laughs> I'm here. laughing because it's true. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, Douglas, we we have to be quiet <laughs> and let this play out. I want to hear the rest of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. What else well, is happening, I, James? At least I will save the incessant interruptions. <laughs> no, please keep interrupting us <laughs> with your own interruption. Sometimes I interrupt in meandering <laughs> sentence with yet another meandering sentence. This is what I do. <laughs> uh, By this time of night, it's so weird because I'm like exhausted. And I'm fuck, now. It's I, like quarter after one. Jesus I know. And Christ. I, and, and I think I'm on like 100 milligrams now. By now. But like, you know, I just keep on taking 30 like every, you know, yeah. fucking 45 minutes or something. And um, it kind of stops working after a while. Remember that song by The Verb, The Drugs Don't Work? <laughs> <laughs> do you know why they don't work because i do too many of them you know what's gonna be the best douglas wait hold on right 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 wait wait, wait. Yeah, who yeah. says who said brains fry your drugs seriously come on <laughs> brains I, fry your drugs. I ronald no nancy reagan said that i think <laughs> no nancy. just say no just say remember that, that was uh, her that was her own that was her only fucking initiative was yeah, Chris Guy yeah. mugged a corpse. Okay? He mugged oh, a corpse what? of her tagline. What? Chris Guy That's mugged random. a corpse of her tagline. Because Chris Guy stole Just Say No from Nancy Reagan. Oh. How dare he steal it from a dead woman? And the first lady, too. Come on. <laughs> it's the first lady. Sure, Ronald Reagan called her candy for the last six years. What's happening? And here? welcome to the Oval Office, Candy. Ron, stop doing it like that. Douglas, what's going on? I just came to say goodnight. <laughs> All right. Okay, goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Oh, yeah. Today. Mm, you like that? Yeah. It's my anaconda. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's I'm everybody? Tone, I'm Tone Loke, and we're doing pornography now here on the Pornhub. My anaconda don't want none. Breeze, come on. son. Here we go. Wow, See, man. we opened with rap chat, and now we're closing with rap chat. What's everybody's plan? Anybody doing anything fun this weekend, by the way? Well, I'll be throwing away blockades and barricades and black and blue with the blast and the blaze. It's a blood board with Bill's eye pack. I make your vision go blurry while your brain goes black into oblivion. That was the greatest, like, hip-hop uh, launch single ever, by the way. I just want to say that. Lay back one slide. It really was. Go ahead. Dude, yeah, that was like, doing this yeah, top that, Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember where I was when I started that stupid thing, whatever I just did, but I remember that I felt right at the time, and now not so much, right? <laughs> you got um, any plans, Doug? What's quite or Douglas? I'm sorry. I know you hate Doug. That, that, no, no, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's just 
not my not my preference. Um, uh, <laughs> last weekend, last weekend, it's going to be tough to top last weekend because last weekend I was at my niece's tenth year old birthday party, and I'm all of six oh. inside. So, Don't go uh, so this weekend is going to be a quiet weekend at home, hopefully catching up on some stuff, and uh, um, choir practice actually is, on uh, Sunday. Is your beaver sweetie with you, or is he abroad? Yes, he is with me. Do you guys have any plans for yourselves this weekend? Um, we had no, uh, but yesterday we went out for a very, very, very nice dinner. Oh, where? Uh, we, there's a restaurant uh, here called Ramekins. It was his choice uh, because uh, on Valentine's Day he took me out, and then uh, I was asking, you know, it's like, well, he took me out for lunch. And says, "Well, do you want to do lunch and dinner on the same day, or do you want to save it for like another moment?" And he picked yesterday. So, have you ever bought him a bear? I have not bought him a bear, but I am fucking shit. I am Christ. We were having a nice time here. I am his bear. He's uh, he calls me his Martinica. You know, Ryan, you're being (laughs) the guy that's offended for Douglas when Douglas is like thinking to himself. No, I'm offended for me. I was having a nice time talking about dinner and and menu choices, and all of a sudden now we're talking about. Bottoming for bears. I, I like no, not bottom. I, Buy him. I think we should have a Buy staff meeting after this casual. We should have a staff meeting after this casual Friday, where we just make one new rule for casual Friday, which is this: we never pontificate about how we are talking on the show. We need. We need that HR. becomes a that becomes a layered level of boring that no one even knows about yet. We need HR to to mitigate that. No one ever said that and meant it. I don't know what you were saying. Maybe I misheard you, but I, I just thought you were asking if he was bottoming no, for a bear. Yes, I bought him no. a bear. Bought oh, him. Oh, I thought you said, him. are you bottoming? Did you bottom no, for a bear? I, I'm not, I'm not nasty Christ. like that. I asked him if he bought him a bear or AKA an escort <laughs> fetish thing. Like I, I just, uh, you know, a bear. That oh, bear. see, I, I, thought you, I thought you right, asked so my, my name is Tom. Animal. I'm a bear. Literally. This is totally my, my error. I'm sorry. I swear to Christ, I, that's what I heard. I'm so hey, sorry. Hey, honey, I bought you a bear. Oh, my God, are you serious? Yeah, where I is he? He's in the shower. What? He's in the shower. His name's Dave. Yeah. He's just cleaning up. Shaving his chest a, a bit. Extra it's really he long. May, he may need a helper. He's, he might need a helper. Come on, honey. Holy shit! There's sure? a spot on his lower back he can't reach. <laughs> wow, you want to help really him with that with a cordless Douglas? shaver? You want to help Doug- him with that, Douglas? Your bear is so big. Oh my god! Fucking so <laughs> shit! I'm so sorry. <laughs> All the better to hibernate with, my dear. <laughs> See how progressive we are, everybody listening at home. I hope you remember this. <laughs> I had to hit the mute button. I was coughing because I was laughing so hard. I'm sorry. That's that's my bad. Yeah, it actually is. Oh. <laughs> right. All right. Sorry. Um, James, you got any plans this weekend? What are you doing? I live in a forest, four hours away from any civilization. I'll be masturbating, sleeping, and writing for most of the weekend. That, that's basically what I'm doing. Are you, are you going to be thinking of Christine Anderson? No, you're I, thinking of me. He's been making passes at me all night since you I heard. Uh, I heard. You know what? I'm going to make everybody uncomfortable, and I'm going to think about Christine Anderson riding Douglas. How about that? She'll hate it because she's a Nazi and you're not white. 
and you'll hate it because you, you know it's you don't like I don't I don't know I maybe I shouldn't assume I don't, I don't. <laughs> not saying a you fucking thought, word you thought that if you thought that you were going to assume a lot assume assume away no know. actually Just... it's not that i don't like i've never had the experience i wouldn't know to actually if everyone's yeah. a little bit gay wouldn't that mean it's a little bit straight too this is how we bring the worlds together everybody it's true <laughs> maybe welcome to the frottage of your minds <laughs> frottage cheese can i ask one question before we go yeah, yes, you may. All right. But you want to trim your hair, gentlemen. You don't want to put the fro in frottage. Go ahead, Ron, please. <laughs> You've been sentenced to death. Okay. Okay? okay. For a crime. And you are now on the doorstep of the executioner. But you've been granted the wish of a last meal. Mm. What is it? Mm. And this the, is a two-part question, by the, the way. The executioner's wife. I'd like to roast So part that. one is what is in the meal? What are you after for Shrooms. your last meal? Shrooms. Mine would be oh, shrooms. God. From I I guess it would be like decadence. It would have to be. I'm sorry. Decadence. Was that a poetic response? Decadence. That would be yes. your request for the last meal. I'll take decadence, please. They'd be yes. like, "Sorry, <laughs> artist formerly known as Doug Gills. We don't speak that here. We don't have that here. Yeah. <laughs> the chef doesn't know what you're asking for. Yeah. I would like some decadence, please. Oh, you don't have that. Uh, could I have something? Uh, Savory, then. <laughs> what would it be? Yeah. What would it yeah, be? Yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> you can. You can have. Okay, so here, Douglas, I'll make it easier. Let's parse it out. There's a starter. There's a main, and there's a dessert. And uh, a let's cocktail. Go Caucasian, Latino, Jamaican. Sorry, go ahead. And a cocktail. If the, oh, if I that was, a a, I love a, a good cocktail. I know you do, and, and that's why I said. Silent. That's why everyone knows that the tail silence. Sorry, Ron. That's I, I why I said. I have a good cocktail. Speaking of like interrupting everybody all night long, Sorry. but me, I, I admitted cocktail. it already. Yeah, I know. That's why you're getting away with it now. It's great. I'm getting away with it because it's my show. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. Starter. Douglas. Starter would probably be some perfectly pan fried uh, scallops in a spicy orange cream saffron sauce. Wow, that is nice. Main? Uh, definitely lobster is part of it. Um, uh, lobster, poached lobster, uh, wild rice, <laughs> wild rice, uh, poached lobster. Uh, uh, you know, this is your last meal, by the way. With lots of rosemary. You can fry uh, everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting so fucking angry. Everything is pausing. Everything is stopping and freezing. And I don't know what's going on. Uh, and uh, uh, whatever vegetables there are, there has to be a lot of broccoli and mushrooms in them. They're called okay. special needs, not vegetables? Jesus Christ, How about... for one minute. How about dessert? How about 
Dessert, uh, I'm going to have to go to a childhood childhood favorite. Um, well, actually, you know what? For dessert, if it were possible, because nobody makes them, because I have to eat gluten-free, um, beaver tails. Oh, I have not had any of those in uh, Okay, hang, hang on. So Are you fucking when you, kidding? When you have, no, no, he's, no, I, I totally it's understand. It's a comfort food as when I was a kid brings me a super I, happy I live, my mom. I live where they were invented. They're everywhere here. And, and, yeah. and okay. it's, it's just a soggy waffle with jam. Go ahead. You're, um, when you eat something, and I, I, I'm asking this out of a, a position of total ignorance. When you eat something with gluten in it, how long does it take to actually affect you? Okay. I eat gluten-free, not because I'm celiac, but because I'm actually allergic to wheat. So I go into anaphylactic shock. Immediately? uh, Depending on the quantity, maybe 15 to 20 minutes. All right. So, like, if they're going to, like, jam the needle in in, like, five minutes, would you, like, totally indulge and say, fuck it, I don't care. I'm about to die anyway. So, all right. Yes. Yes, give me all that's the why, That's why when you said poached lobster. Well, yeah, when you said poached lobster, I thought, what a fucking waste. You could totally have that however the fuck you wanted it. You, you have know, it like slathered it in butter, really, and you could like drink really... a liter of butter. Who cares? <laughs> well, They're about to fucking butter. die. Douglas, it, was, butter, it, was, it, it started really inviting where he was like, what would your last meal be? And you're like poached lobster, and he's like, "You're, you're a fucking." It's like loser. your last meal is you're wrong. You're an idiot. You're wrong. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Why are you not taking the full advantage of this? Well, the full advantage of it is that I wouldn't be served just one. There'd be like three on that freaking plate. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. James, what about you? I'd go wall to wall. I'd go wall to wall Italian. I, my starter would be Sicilian yeah. snails with like peppers and stuff Ooh. and mushrooms. Oh. Um, and then I would just do like a, probably a, like a rotini pasta or something and a, and a nice steak, that kind of shit. Like I How would you end it? Like. Tiramisu? Yeah, probably. Traditionalist like that. I'd probably do something yeah? like that. Yeah. I don't like uh, Italian ice cream all that much. But yeah, um, yeah tiramisu is good. Yeah, that's what I'd have. You're right. I don't think there's any ice cream in it. Or, or okay. roller derby twins. If I was allowed to be metaphorical, I would eat roller derby twins. <laughs> you know what's funny? Mine, mine is super simple. Mine yeah. is 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 a I, I I would if we're doing starters, mains, and desserts. It would be for a starter. I want like the knobbiest breading, crunchy fucking. Oh. Out of this world chicken wings, right? Tossed in like a like a New York Ooh, butter gourmet, like a New York butter hot sauce, right? Like so they're just yeah. dripping, and that's my starter. My main course would be the knobbiest. Why is chicken it the knobbiest? It sounds like a that penis. would be butter, like like a New York butter um, chicken wing, and I would eat those as my main and as a dessert. It's going to fucking blow your socks off, but I would have the knobbiest breaded, buttered, New York butter chicken wings. You're killing me with knobbiest. I love crunchy, battered chicken wings. I don't care what anybody says. Like, everybody's like, oh, I don't like batter on my chicken wings. Like, so yeah, I don't like you. the crunch of battered on battered chicken wings? Yeah, you know, like, okay. like super, like, crunchy, like, 
hurts the top yeah, of your where mouth. The bat, you where, the the... Batter, where the batter gathers in a thicker spot and it becomes yeah, more dense. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it hurts your mouth when you eat it. because And your arteries, so... and it probably takes off a year of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, who gives it. a fuck? You're leaving in 10 minutes, James. We're, we're all on our way out with a needle in our arm. We're going don't out. Don't get all who quantum cares? on me, please. I don't need that right now. I don't even understand what quantum means. I really don't. <laughs> so now... Here's the, here's the here's the kicker, okay? So there's always an addendum to these questions, and this is mine. What's playing on the Bluetooth speaker that's beside your little fucking death row bed? Do you have an artist or a song or a playlist or like what's playing Jazz. when you're going out? Jazz. But who? Yeah, but it has to be. It can't be a genre. It has to be like. Tell me, tell me who. Uh, what's the song? What's the name? What's the? Oh, like a specific song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. So, so, so they're gonna put okay, that needle uh, in. Dino, it's gonna Dino take Washington. you at least eight minutes yeah. to go. Dinah Washington, I get a kick out of you. Okay, like like the Frank Sinatra, but done by Dinah yeah. Washington. Yep. The I old version no that has from Champagne. Yeah, but yeah, but the old version alcohol. That's, that's... Doesn't, doesn't thrill, thrill me, me at, at all. all. So but don't tell me why should it be true that I get, get a kick all right. out of you. I like that. James, what about you? I'm sorry that I'm so difficult, but this is my real answer. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, choose any music, and I would spend like 20 minutes uh, rhyming at the top of my lungs. For twenty minutes as a way to release the energy. What if it was a recording? Uh, would it be a, like? What about if you had the option to have a recording of you doing it while you're going out? Well, you take I that. No, probably not, because then I could imposthumously end up being known as the guy who tried to profiteer from whatever heinous shit I did. Right? Like, why not though? Right? Well, I guess. I mean, depends. What no, we're doing. all wrongfully convicted, by the way. Oh, wrongfully Just saying. convicted. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, then kill them all. Burn it all down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in that case, burn it all down. (laughs) If you put it that way. (laughs) All of a sudden, Rage Against the Machine is in my DNA again. You know? I would would pick Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's by Elton John. Oh. Quite possibly one of my most favorite songs. I would pick Ryan Lindley's spoof of the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, I do ah. have a good version of that. It's actually called the Rectum of Ella Fitzgerald. Saying <laughs> Just saying. <sighs> it's the best. Okay, when guys, the gas I'm, I'm... from her hole smells like old Capicol. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Gabagoo no, never not. did nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're gone. Yep. Please leave. <laughs> all right on my way out thank you very much guys Bye-bye. Had a lovely time. good to see you Bye-bye. i love how i love how high definition you were all night long by the way oh, thank you. you look great oh, you know what no filter <laughs> all natural hot absolutely hot all right, night, aquaman. all right aquaman we'll see you later <laughs> he is aquaman he is just a beautiful man he's a beautiful specimen that douglas i can see why people in gay communities want him how his cupcake is always fending off other men trying to get Douglas. Straight men, gay men, other types of men that I don't know what they are because I don't want to be a bigot somehow. I don't know. How can I be a bigot? I love Douglas, like, more than anything. Um, that was Casual Friday. 
I have no memory of it. <laughs> we'll see you again. Uh, so fun. I love Fridays. They're the greatest. Um, I have on Tuesday, um, he's a mayoral candidate for Toronto, and his name is something Davis. Bob Davis? Yeah, I think it's Bob Davis. What? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just hanging out for the end of the show. <laughs> Did I already do the outro? I don't remember. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. Uh, we'll see you whenever, whenever something. Love? All right. Later. Black Bork. Black, black, black Bork. Black Bork. Black, black, black Bork. I'm Matt Cundell, host of the Sound Off Podcast the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.